Hey, DJ Atomica here for No Quarters. Why don't you crash and burn your way through Hope County, Montana, and then maybe a quick stop off at Paradise City. That's right. DJ Atomica out. Welcome to No Quarters, episode 97. Hey, it's a motherfucking video game podcast. You are so right, friend. Man, I'm am I ever. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And we're back. We are. And we have played some games, but we all, this is this is a rarity for this show. We have, all four of us have played the same game twice. <laughs> this might never have happened. Well, wait, so oh, carried no, it to like two different games once. all four of us have played. So we've yeah. played eight different games games no 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 we no. played uh, all four of us have played one of the same games uh-huh another game we have also all four played twice uh-huh. i'm gonna say it, this has not happened oh, this generation so it's like 16 games <laughs> yes. oh my god i was no, it's actually algebra. more like 24 but right. okay yeah yeah but, i love uh, that show yeah it's a good show <laughs> so should we just get right to it yeah uh, sure uh far cry 5 yep we all pre-ordered Far Cry 5. We, we have all played a lot of Far Cry 5. Only one of us has beaten it. I would like to apologize but, for not pre-ordering Far Cry 5. Oh, but you all got right. it like day of or day later? Um, I think I bought it like the Sunday. You, you were something? in launch window. I was in launch window. Because yeah. you were getting mad at us in various chats of talking yeah. about Far Cry 5. <laughs> and you're like, guys, I should play this game. Yeah. And we were yeah. like, yeah, you should. Let's just say we've all played a shit ton of Far Cry 5 at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Harlow the most. Yeah. I took a day off for it. Okay. Yeah. So. And you know what? There is a shitload of stuff in Far Cry 5 mm-hmm. to do. There is. I believe, I believe it was it on did I say it on mic that I pinned my future of video games on Far Cry 5 you did, may have yeah. I know you put it on Twitter as well yeah. that you needed you need, if you were going to stay with video games and they were going to continue to bring you happiness and not disappoint you yeah Far Cry 5 was your last hope it, it, it was, was your Obi-Wan Kenobi it was feeling like it because I mean thing after thing of like oh yeah this is the one and then you know mm-hmm. from Mass Effect to Andromeda to a whole bunch of, yeah, a whole bunch of things. It's like this is going to be the one. Yeah, yeah, I'm lukewarm on this at best. Yeah, I bet I can make a statement you'll agree with. Okay, as a video game, mm-hmm. Far Cry Five is a good time. Yes. Okay, I agree. All right, moment to moment, mm-hmm. that game mostly plays the way I want it to play. It is. It is a grand sandbox. It is a grand box, if yes. you will. They have they have fixed some Ubisoft bullshit. Uh, kind of well they've they, introduced other bullshit well okay but like they have made some things more organic like they've taken yes. out the tower climbing to find shit Hooray. They, they even make fun of that yes. yes uh you find things now by talking to people which is so natural i like it a lot like it's it's janky how how situations end and a person just suddenly decides to start giving you information that's part is still broken open world video game bullshit yeah, of course because people are always panicky idiots and then we'll just be like hey <laughs> All right. To be fair, this land of Montana, I people should be more of a panicky idiot. Yes, yeah. this place is wild, and 
and I mean that in every sense of the word. You, you know, should from, not go outside. From evil cultists <laughs> to you know, extremely reckless drivers to bloodthirsty animals. Yeah, and that's part of my issue somewhat with it. Like an early complaint I had was just going around. There's no space to just relax. Oh no! There's always very little something after you, especially early on. Mm-hmm. Like once you've cleared an entire area, which that takes a while. It like, does. like even if you're mainlining just the storyline, there's still it's going to take some time to literally like clear out an area because there are th- there are four main areas: mm-hmm. the intro area, which is a very tiny little island in the middle. That I don't know what do they call it, Prepper Island or something. Because uh, it's Dutch's area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because region the, they call it the storyline as everybody's pointed out is you you've gone up to Montana. You're part of this very small, not even task force. You're basically, I did we determine if you were part of the U S marshals local, local or if you're, you were the local, local sheriff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's basically this U S marshal. Who's like, we're going to go shut down this cult and the rest of this guy, one U S marshal, one U S marshal going to go into a heavily armed cult compound and mm-hmm. arrest the one guy. And you, the sheriff and another cop are the only other people accompanying him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the intro, as you can predict, things go poorly after you get to the main guy you're supposed to arrest. Mm-hmm. And from there, you are, it's you versus a cult. Yes. And you and basically all the preppers that live in upper Montana, because they are, they're basically, there's you, there's preppers, and there's cultists. Mm-hmm. And then there's a fuckload of animals that want to kill you. There's a few non-prepper people that have survived, managed to survive. Survivors will go with. Okay. Because, I mean, not every, a couple people are still like, ah, these preppers, I thought they were full of shit, but good thing for them, because, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're yeah. still here. Actually, I want to say most of the preppers are dead yeah. because you're raiding yeah. prepper tombs. This is true also. <laughs> I've yet to come across a populated I, prepper hole. I mean, sorry, so <laughs> prepper hole. <laughs> yeah, man. It's called a prepper stash. Prepper sorry. Stash. Yeah. Prepper sorry. Stash. I hope they didn't get prepper lung down there. <laughs> you gotta take the canary with you. Lord. Um, I, I, this is a little bit of like supposing on the, on the storyline because they're not super clear, but it seems to me that like when this cult start, started to take over, they knew the preppers were going to be their their enemies because it seems like they went after all these places first because it's like they went in and murdered the people or made them disappear in some mm-hmm. way and their shit's left behind. Like yeah. they, they didn't bother to take anything. Well, they were... Because every place is like a, a deserted prepper station. Right. Yeah. The way it feels, at least from reading far too many of the notes penned around literally fucking mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. in this game, um, the... Cults, the cultists, the Path of Eden, the Peggies, uh, or uh, no, wait, Project Eden. Project, Project Eden's Eden. Gate, yeah, yeah. God, Gate, yeah. The Peggies tried to go after the preppers, but couldn't access their stashes because there was some mild puzzle. Right, the the they, least yeah. inconvenience possible <laughs> they don't prevented have them right shit. from getting into the stashes. So I think they were just going after the guns, and they were like, "Oh man, I gotta go up in the skylight." No, <laughs> I. Got more bliss to yeah. do. See mm-hmm. you later. Because like everyone's, all the prepper houses have an answering machine in them, and they always have one message on it from someone saying, "You got to get out of there. Mm-hmm. The Peggies are coming." And then there's like no sign of this person, but there's blood yeah. everywhere. So you're like, "Oh well, that person's dead." Well, and that's something that kind of carries over. At least I remember from Far Cry Four, where there'd be kind of like this little storyline of the guy'd have a note and be like, "Yeah, I was going up in the mountains and I was going to discover this thing." you'd be like, oh, man. And you follow like this trail of mm-hmm. notes to like, OK, I have to, I have to go up to the the radar dish and find out. And then you find, oh, there's a, there's a backpack there and there was a note in it. And then you finally like at the end, you just go in a cave and there's like a dead guy. Yeah. 
and you loot him and it's like, oh, here's $50 on a handgun. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, and it was kind of like, <laughs> uh, I guess that's the end of his story, but it's not a satisfying end to his story. Because no. there's one like there, there's one called Squatch Hunting mm-hmm. is one of the prepper statues. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to do this one. <laughs> and all it is is like you basically climb up the side of this mountain and you keep using all these rappel points and you're just like, you get there and then it's like, Oh, yeah, there's that guy. He's dead, and there's a dead mountain lion in there, so <laughs> something went down. Yeah. There's also a bear up there. That's what killed him, I think. Because like, what, Was the bear in there? They, I'm pretty sure there's a grizzly just, in there. Like, I mean, okay, it's, it's, like, yeah, that's right. The, it's a dead the, grizzly. The, well, the whole time you're climbing, like there's weird echoey noises yeah. throughout the canyon. Squatchy noises. Yeah, squatchy noises, if yeah, you will. But the bear was dead already by the time I, I got there. I thought I had Squatch killed him. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Got oh, you squashed. had to kill the bear? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had to kill the bear. It's been a long time. So, Man, you know, I, I've I just so got much. up there and the bear was already dead. So, yeah. Which some, is the other some, thing. Like, maybe some, the best some way days you shoot yeah. the bear, some days the bear shoots you. Yeah, but either way, it's just kind of like, all right, I guess that's the end of that story. So, you know, there's like all these little stories in there, but they never amount to anything, which I hate to say kind of feels like the main story does somewhat. Because you have cutscenes, what the way you progress in the game, you know, there's there's the little prepper island which you beat that, and it's like, all right, you've done the tutorial, just go out in the world and good fucking luck. <laughs> and there's three areas ruled by three different bosses, which are basically siblings of this family, mm-hmm. and you have to raise your resistance rank in the area. So you start out, and like the cult just basically controls this entire area, and you have to either burn, you know, you blow up their silos. That are full of this drug called bliss, yeah. which it, it's a very just cause addition to the game of these mm-hmm. bright red things that you got to go around yeah. and blow up. Yeah. And I mean, and this game is very good about visual stuff yeah. on the, like, you know, whenever you see a smoke on the, you know, black smoke on the horizon, you know that, okay, this is a place that the Peggy's have taken over and you have to kill everyone there. And then you will own that outpost later and it becomes a fast travel point yeah. and all that. So, and you'll raise your resistance rank and there's, basically three pips on the on the bar mm-hmm. so the first one is when the the person will send you a video you know or at least that's what in the in uh jacob's not jacob john john's area he'll send you a video that's like you need to understand what you're doing is wrong and you need to you know he's supposed to be like the charismatic recruiter one yeah but he just ends up the being power a psychopath. Of yes. yeah <laughs> and there's a big yes on the mountain like in hollywood lettering yeah. type but uh but you He'll send you that, and then the next time, once you get to the next pip, is when it's like he'll call you on a radio or something, and he'll be like, you know, you've really pissed me off, but we're coming for you now. You understand that, right? And they will actually come at you with what they call bliss bullets. Bliss bullets. Which, when you get blissed, the screen goes goes kind of like anaglyph. Like, if you were wearing 3D glasses, it kind of shifts a little bit on the edges and yeah. gets, like, super saturated. Which is a cool effect, but it also makes everything slow-mo and like you can kind of resist those guys for a little bit. But once that happens, you're just kind of screwed. Yeah. When the screen says they're coming, just lay down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To uh, to pause real quick. Bliss is this drug that they have invented that is made out of these white flowers. And they Mm -hmm. use Bliss to A, get high and B, control things (laughs) and C, control animals. And it's it's kind of a catch-all just like crazy It's it's a silly magical type thing. But you'll know the people that are- Yeah, uh, but you know the people that are that are <laughs> affected by it because they'll have like green smoke basically floating around their heads, right? Yeah, for lack of it's a better, and, and, and a cloud around their head. I don't know and, how you consume bliss, but apparently you just like hang a sensor of it. Well, apparently your neck you just or something. well, I mean there are bliss fields, yeah. uh, in one area where you can't walk yeah. through them, or yeah. else you start getting all 
tripped out. And they're yeah. dumping it in the water supply. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. some areas yeah. of water you go near and it's just all of a sudden you get blissed out. Well, in yeah. certain areas, if you go underwater, it's like, oh, 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Get real yeah. blissed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get, get blissed out before you lose, you know, oxygen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they eventually, you know, they'll, you'll get kidnapped and then you escape. And then there's other points where you get kidnapped and you escape. You know, it's kind of, it becomes like this cycle of... It's very much a Bond thing of, we've got you now. You're not going to get away. Uh, Something else needs my attention. I'll be right back. At least they justify it in that the way that this system works is they want you, they don't want to kill you. They want to convert you. Yeah. And they want you to confess to what you've done and, you know, to see their way. Yeah. And of course, this is just going to lead you to end up murdering them by the end. And most of that happens in cutscenes that are, you know, no, no control over anything mm-hmm. for a while. And it's just, you know, this guy in your face talking to you directly, which also you're a silent protagonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's, that is one of the most disappointing things about this game for me. Yeah. So far. I, I agree. Which is kind of frustrating because they let you be a man or a woman at the start. And, you know, everyone just calls you rookie or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I think eventually they start calling you deputy once you've done more stuff to make them go, oh, you're actually worth something. Yep. <laughs> you know, you say, well, you saved all our lives. Yeah, uh, right. we're, we should show you some respect. Yeah. But, you know, they let you set your character as a man or a woman, but you never see your character ever. You might see yourself on a wanted poster put up by the Peggy's, mm-hmm. but... Or Otherwise, if you, or if you die, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you will see but, yourself yeah. alive. Yeah, but, but usually general... you're just like in T pose or something because you fucked up the wingsuit. Yeah. Oh man, I I I fucking broken my neck so many times going straight into a friggin' <laughs> just head first into a bridge abutment, oh. and then well, you zoom back. Usually, and your players just usually for T-pose. me it was a treetop that I thought I was gonna go by, ah, but yes. I just clipped it just enough. Classic treetop. Yeah, and black and white, and you dead, wasted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. it's weird because I mean, look, a lot of people had problems with Brody and Far Cry Three, mm-hmm. you know. But say what you will, it was a it was a scripted thing that was yeah. at least interesting, even if the guy's kind of a douchebag, you know. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was kind of like his journey away from douchebaggery into whatever else he became by yeah. the end, you know. It's like less douchebaggy, yeah, mm. mystic douchebag, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, like you know, did Aj he- ever speak? In the last one, yeah, I, yeah, he yeah, did. I thought so. Yeah, hell, okay. you spoke in Far Cry Primal. Yeah, yeah, it was all caveman bullshit, but you were still speaking. <laughs> yeah, that was a language shock. Thank but you very much. This one's really frustrating because these people are just feeding you bullshit, and you never, your guy never calls them out on it because yeah. your guy or or woman doesn't speak. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it works better than it does in like Monster Hunter World because, you know, you're not like just grinning at him going, uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like a fucking moron. Oh, well, yeah. I was going to say, at least at least being the silent protagonist, it's you don't get the third person like, you know, cutscene where you're there just yeah. li- while everyone else that, is that chatting. Is the, yes. And this is the only way that silent protagonist right. works yeah. is if it's a first person game. But it's still, it's That's just so kind of like it's so many people having a conversation with themselves in front of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that, And that doesn't necessarily work. And then, I hate to say it, but you they build up a lot of hate for, like, especially John. I was like, I'm going to murder this fucker, and I'm going to do it, like, dirty. Like, he's going to get it rough, and I'm going to fucking murder him rough. They're going to give me a, like, a, a quick time cut scene, yes. and I'm going to do yeah. all of the things. Yeah, and then... Press X to punch. Keep pressing X to punch. <laughs> right. Yeah, something like Press that. Press X but, to grab battery cables. Yes. But they don't. 
I mean, they just they give a cutscene that ends a specific way, and then it's like, okay, I can loot the body and get fifty dollars in a handgun again. Yeah, and that's it. And you're like, no, nope, no. This should have gone differently. I should have had some agency in this somewhat, and it just never quite works. Yeah, the, and it's the- really it like it it takes the wind out of your sails so bad because you're like you've been playing for hours building up to all right i get to fucking take this asshole out because i'm so sick of him preaching at me about how i'm the bad guy and i just don't get it you know and it's like no and 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 at least like even if your protagonist could speak you can say no you're full of shit yeah fuck off you know anything but you don't get any of that release which I, I mean, I know video games are trying to go away from violence somewhat, but I mean, you're still pretty violent in this game. This game is this nothing game but is, fucking yeah, violence. Yeah, and there's violence. fucking torture shit. Yeah. Like, there, there is rough stuff that happens in these cutscenes that you cannot stop. Well, they're straight up hanging townsfolk up at what street on street signs with barbed yeah. wire. Yeah. yeah. And beheaded and shit. Yeah. There's, so, a, there's a section where there's like a set of antlers embedded in somebody yeah. that is hanging upside down. Like, oh, this is some so, creepy shit. Yeah. yeah so if you're going to go there, let yeah. Let me do some of it to these people because they fucking deserve it. Yeah. yeah. It's weird that they give you the ability to customize your character and and really it's a pretty lax customer characterization uh, character customization. It's not great, um, but it's better it's, than a lot of games have. Sure. It makes sure. you think like, well this should be something important but, but they, it's but they probably give you, for Far Cry Arcade it is, is what it's, it's for the multiplayer cuz yeah. like yeah. when we were playing together it was like, oh hey, that's what you look like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. They give you that, and then they strip away all of, like, they give you the ability to customize yourself, and then strip away all the personality out of your yeah. out of your character. And I would rather play a game that has a strong story with a scripted first-person experience than not, than be a a blank slate, you know. I mm-hmm. it's it's weird that they spend enough time in yeah, my own fucking body. It's so. it's weird that they stepped back from <laughs> Far Cry Three, Far Cry Four, Blood Dragon, Primal, all of those where the your character is voiced, mm-hmm. and then they just give you this blank slate that it's not like it's not even like there's pauses in the dialogue so you can just yell at the screen. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just there's no anything. Yeah, it's just that that part is very disappointing. That. Yeah. I, I'm just like in the first 15 minutes, I was like, why isn't my character saying anything? Yep. Mm-hmm. And just realizing going through that entire first scene, why is my character not saying anything? And I was like, oh, shit, really? Like, this is where we're at now. Yeah. And this one begs you to be interacting because yeah. this one, you interact with these people a lot more than you did in four and three. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. like if there were underbosses in those, I couldn't tell you who they were. Yeah. You no, know, no. Like, no, it was more just like, all right, clear the area. Yeah. I mean, you had like side characters who were or weren't evil in like three because there was the voodoo priestess lady. Yeah. You know, yeah. things and, like that. And but Herc I mean, is always going to be in all. Right. Of but them. I'm saying like there was no like, OK, you know, to get to pagan men, I've got to take out this guy, this guy and this guy. You know, there was like uh, yeah. it was just the castles that you had right. to conquer. Yeah. It was just like eh, this area and fortresses. maybe yeah. there's a dude, but it's not important. It doesn't have any personality. Yeah. Because I felt like aside from the way John goes out. In that first, like if you're, you can do this in any order. It's yeah. recommended that you do John's area first. But aside from the way that ends, I felt like at the end of that section, I had played a complete video game because I had put mm-hmm. 16, 17 hours into this first area. Yeah. And I just kind of felt like that's a 
aside from the part of how it ends, that was a pretty good video game. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. feels like most video games where it's like, yeah, that was fun. The story's dumb, but yeah. 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 But it's just it's unsatisfying in a way that is very frustrating because yeah. this is the reason you're going through doing all this. Yeah. And Harlow, you've beaten it. I know. And you are I'm, not a I'm, fan of the end. You I'm are all about, about this game bite, up I'm, until the end. I'm about to bite my tongue off at this point because like, I know I can't. Uh, yeah. And I know you don't want to be spoiler about I, it, I and know. we don't want you to be spoiler about it. But just just you, convey your your overall opinion on how how you felt when the game ended. Fuck everything. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm surprised I kept playing this game. Um. In in terms of how you feel, your other famous. I yeah, hate the end of this game is Assassin's Creed One. Oh yeah, no, this is worse. This, this is way worse. Is actually, worse. Oh, okay. Fuck yeah, this, for you this is this, this might be the worst ending to a video game I've ever played in my life. Not joking. And you watched multiple endings that were yeah equally All right, bad. So just this isn't spoiler. I'm not going to spoil anything that happens. There are three endings to this game. One of them is arguably not an ending, but there are famous idle endings for yeah. these games that yeah. if you choose not to do something in the very we've already kind of talked about happen, what happens when you go to uh, arrest uh, Joseph C the, yeah. the head guy if you just stand there while they're going alright put the cuffs on him rookie and you don't hit anything there will be an ending mm-hmm. like eventually the, the sheriff just walks up and goes like alright never mind let's get the fuck out of here kind of thing and I'm you know paraphrasing mm-hmm. I mean, literally that's about it it's not spoilery it's, it, it, you, mm-hmm. it's and a, I almost it's, did it's it the first night but yeah. I was just like I don't want to wait around because yeah. like, the pig and min one you had to wait around for like 15 yeah. minutes yeah. for that to happen it's, it's not spoilery because you could you could go see it in 30 seconds like I mean yeah. and then the ending is basically like yeah this is probably a bad idea let's go fuck out of here credits like literally that's the ending mm-hmm. I will tell you that's the best ending you could possibly have <laughs> yeah which is some nihilistic fucking bullshit because the two final endings are fucking terrible but i mean one's bad because like again i'm gonna dance all around this one's bad because you you can if you play the game you can obviously infer what's going to happen Mm -hmm. and the other one is just straight up fuck you on a grand scale (laughs) like on a fucking grand scale like now is it i i assume you are given a choice of what to do that Mm -hmm. determines which of the two endings and it's not just like oh well you did all this throughout the game so it resulted in this is literally there it's a it's a either or it's a a b choice and yeah i mean either ending is shitty as all i'm gonna say um because i i finished one and i was just like i mean it was like this is cross-pollinator podcast but i literally put my controller down i was like this game just dark cityed me the, the movie because and let me explain that because dark city from what was 97 98 98 yeah i i saw that in the theater i was in fucking love with that movie while it was happening mm-hmm. like it it was so much my jam at the time and then that ending happened and i now hate that movie i'm not sure i mean when i think about the story i am still pretty much on on board but th- th- see, the thing about a, a movie is, is like it's linear and you're there just for the story mm-hmm. at least far cry i can go back and say this is still a sandbox game and it's still f- hella fun just to run around and you know fish and hunt and cause chaos yeah but like that's how bad the ending is like i i seriously thought about just like not ever playing this game again um yeah i i i can't go into any more detail than that but mm-hmm. like that's the the story stuff is not the game's strong suit, obviously, Harlow's experience. And I, I think like I 
I had enough motivation during the opening cutscene to be like, man, these fuckers all need to die. Let me loose. I need to murder them all. And that's all I really needed. Mm-hmm. And then all throughout John's section, I was like, man, this motherfucker needs to get it bad. Well, it's like, for me, smug religiousness mm-hmm. is just like a fucking trigger. Like, yeah. I just want to. I want to hurt people that yeah. are that are you know even which is like the obviously the opposite of what they should be going for but like smug I've I know what I'm doing and and it's better than any way that you're living your life. Well, John is basically judgmental. Like, yeah, he's like we're shit. doing all this to save everybody to save them from the world, and I'm like, no, you motherfucker, yeah, you're, you're absolutely horrible. not. Yeah. This is a nightmare shit show that you've mm-hmm. got going on here. You need I a bullet used in your to brain, think like you. Uh, yeah, I used to be an idiot. <laughs> So follow us. We're the only way. <laughs> so it's weird. You got you've got this upper level story happening that's a little too much going on for its own good. They're up their own ass with the 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 prophesizing and and mm-hmm. just the like. Every once in a while, someone will will say a thing, and you'd be like, "Wait, what?" Like you know, because like John will say things like, "Look who's in charge now." You know, the world's gone to shit. I'm the only I'm the only one who can mm-hmm. save everybody, and I'm like. Yeah, but no, also, so you've got that going on, but then you've got the the regular people that you do missions for throughout the game, and if there wasn't this overall cult thing going on, these people that you're doing missions for would be the bad guy in any other video game, because they're A lot all of fucking these people, mental yeah. patients. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well... Okay, there's to their to their credit, a lot of them are like wacky in the way that yes. way off in the woods people yeah. usually are. They're most of them are not bad per se. No. They're just like crazy people. Although the or, lady that owns peaches should just jump oh, off the cliff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I she gave see, me peaches, I was so gonna I say, can't like, be too mad at her. It's funny though, because it's so stupid. I mean I think <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, yes, her character is hundred percent sat- satirical because it's like that doesn't even, especially with like the avatar that I chose. I was like, "The fuck are you talking yeah. about?" Yeah. Were you a vaguely Mexican lady? No, oh. I was. As, I was as dark a man as you could possibly make it. Because <laughs> I was like, if I'm going to fight these yeah. asshole cultists in Montana, I'm going to sport a fro and take them down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so like anyway, the only person who I think is like outwardly like, all right, I don't even know if this is, this is funny or if you're just doing it too much is, is Herc's dad. Herc's dad. Yeah. 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 Uh, Drubman Sr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still haven't met him. Okay. Yeah, I, he's he's still, a big old asshole. I'm just saying like, he's the only one that's like, all right, you know, I don't know if you, you've looked back around from satire to you're actually just that guy. Like, I don't know if this is yeah, funny it's, anymore. It's, it's too on the nose yeah. to be able to distinguish if it's like, well, I, obviously I, it's supposed to be satire, sure. but it is really on the nose. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of doing the thing that Rockstar does with all the GTA right. games, but it's also, you know, I mean, there's stuff like there's a mission where you have to find a tape that's important to the presidential thing. And it's like, OK, I get it. It's the P tape, you know, and it's like <laughs> I didn't even uh, realize that's what it was till you guys started talking. About yeah, but it. it's like, it's like <laughs> seriously, you did the mission. I did the whole did mission, the mission and, and had and no idea. Just was like, really? OK, I'll get your dumb tape. I don't know really. What you're you about. didn't catch like the, the 18 puns I have for pissing. No, before. <sighs> really? Yeah, I totally missed it because that was right in the beginning of the game. And I'm yeah. still it's, like, it, I was, was familiarizing myself and, like, with controls. Say like, it's a, it's not going to be a wet work mission. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. literally like, yeah, I did. OK, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually I can and usually catch those. I wasn't expecting that that how recent the reference was. OK, yeah, I just every time they reference what we're in now throws me off because I'm like, how did you prepare? How did you do that? <laughs> well, yeah. And, and <laughs> what is this was your trick? And it's kind of part of when the when the game was first announced, we were all like, oh, man, get to fucking shoot some alt right Nazis, which right. is like not what this game is. No, 
but it, they still like kind of pepper some of that stuff into things. Yeah, and but it's, it's <laughs> and it's like it it's like referencing politics like those Friedberg and Seltzer guys who make like you know meet the Spartans and all that like. This references politics like that references references jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, remember that thing? Yeah. And that's it. There's like no other. There's nothing behind it. You know, just like all those movies are. There's no joke. Right. It's just like, hey, remember Captain Jack Sparrow? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do. Why? You know, and this one is just like, hey, remember the P-tape? <laughs> you know, and it's like that sort of shit that doesn't quite work because it's not it. It's just a reference that doesn't translate into anything except being a reference well so here's the thing for me is so the the top level story is engaging to a point and then you just realize how much hot bullshit it is the interactions with all the other characters doing missions and stuff are like kind of odd and creepy because of their attitudes but you realize that you have to go along with it because that's the point of the game Mm -hmm. but then there's this subversive layer underneath that so like Towards the end of the John section, one of the dudes you meet up with is just conspiracy nut crazy man who you have to go get the thermite for. And when you get it, he's like, yeah, that's what they used to blow up Building 7. And I was like, holy shit, we're doing 9-11 references in a video game now? Okay, whatever. So they're doing that. And I was kind of like put off by that for a second. But then after you finish all that, you end up in like this... this, medical center at some point i think it's after the the birthing stuff and Mm -hmm. there's some notes in there and there's a patient record for that guy and that guy has literally been uh jamming americana up his ass oh yep 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 i remember that like a a miniature statue of liberty a folded Mm -hmm. up american flag like this motherfucker constitution is so fuck yeah america he's literally shoving it up his ass and so there's this other layer of the game that and it's doing it in the 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 tips and stuff in the in the menus too where it's like telling you how to shoot bullets and fuck you flat earthers and stuff like that so it's like the text of the game is what you want it to be Mm -hmm. it's just everything else that's like man i don't know (laughs) yeah everything else is a little bit too real yeah i'm helping the 9-11 maniac (laughs) truther guy (laughs) and that's helping me defeat the bad cultists I it's yeah I, it's such a mindfuck of opinions that you the, know the, uh, the the game has two writers one of them has worked on other Far Cries mm-hmm. or Far's Cry if mm-hmm. you will okay um, and I don't know what the I don't know what the bad threat is like I don't I don't know if it's the guy that's been around or if it's this new guy like it's one of the it, there, there's a dichotomy to the writing of this game because like some of it is clever as fuck like all of the flavor yeah. text in this oh, game yeah. is so good yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's one about like I think it's the rainbow trout. Mm-hmm. Where they're like rainbow trout. They've existed for thousands of years in the same form because rainbow trout are super racist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the flavor text in this game is yeah. so good, and yeah. then it's like the the main story is mostly atrocious. I'm gonna go with. I mean, like it's a, it's effective in the moment. Like yeah. when you're trapped by John C, you're like, no, fuck you. I'm gonna get out and kill you. Yeah. Damn it, guy. Yeah, so the thing and, is, like, but when you think about what's happening, you're like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, I have to I have to put my mind back to where I was when I was at the stage in the game where you were. And and honestly, like, the, the taking down the lieutenant's things, yeah, it's anticlimactic. But the thing is, is, like, the, the situations that they put you in and after they've monologued and you as the player are just going, this is such fucking horseshit, even though your silent p- protagonist isn't, mm-hmm. isn't calling them out on it. It's like, this is so this is such horseshit. And I'm going to murder you so hard that like there are parts in the game where I was so gung ho into running into the next area. I was just constantly running into a, a hail of death mm-hmm. and because it's like ticking clock go and like 
you just have to realize, no, it's a video game. And unless there's an actual ticking clock on the screen, you just need to yeah. play it like a video game, despite them being like, gas is filling up and your friend's going to die, blah, 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 blah. You know, like these kind of things are, are yeah. happening. But it's like, no, as long as there's not a clock on the screen, just take your time and murder dudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so it's like there's yeah, there's a little bit of. Well, the game just, wants you to think there's a sense of urgency. Right. There right. never is unless there's a clock on the screen. I will especially encourage you at the end of. And you'll know when you're at the end of the John Seed stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you're it's not as urgent as as they make it seem and yeah. you really need to take your time and yes. otherwise you're just gonna get mobbed and massacred. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which is that which is me multiple times. <laughs> uh, Another thing about this game, which is that you get mobbed and massacred. The, the, all the difficulty time. is just all over the place. Like you could be especially a super, right at the beginning. Yeah, it's, man. Well, you could still be an all powerful badass at one point, and then you get like you get into these scripted missions that have multiple points along the way, mm-hmm. and you just get fucking murked over and over and over again. And it's just like, what? Like I've been charging through and murdering mm-hmm. everything, and then all of a sudden I'm like. Oh no! Now I need to stealth and be and yeah. take cover. Well, and, and, and the that's enemy part of like, dens- density is really yeah, weird. Yeah. Well, and it's part of like the whole open world emergent thing is that so much of it's randomized mm-hmm. that I was helping the one Grace is a mission where she's at the top of a church. You're trying to protect gravestones from guys who are just trying to wreck them, and right. her like her grandfather's gravestone is there, and she's like, "I'll oh, be damned if I'm letting these Peggy's take it." And so you're on the roof and just, you know, helping her snipe dudes, snipe dudes, snipe dudes. And I swear, I'm playing this for five to ten minutes. Just like, all right, got that guy. Boom. Dead. Headshot. You know, just taking out systematically this whole group. And then my dog had run downstairs and, like, got lit on fire. Was biting a guy. I'm like, no, I'm saving Boomer. Because Boomer is fucking awesome. Yeah. Boomer is a great dog. Mm -hmm. And I ran down, tried to save him, and got myself lit on fire. Died. (laughs) And I was like, Fuck. You know, yeah. I just wasted 10 minutes. Yep. And then so it respawns me. I redo the mission. And I swear to God, not joking, beat it in less than 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it does a weird checkpointing thing when you die. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It, it'll so I had already you. killed enough guys. You yeah. killed like the first two waves. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yet it doesn't it doesn't present it like that. It no, presents it, it like it, it had started me. the entire yeah. thing over. The, the save icon in the game is just the three dots at, at the top yeah. right corner. And I'm, I never notice it. And ellipses, if yes. you will. Okay. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. But it's, it, that's, that's just, they need something more prominent that yeah. lets you know that yeah. you've saved that. Mess I do with like me. that. You can save anywhere though. Yeah. yeah. Um, Although it's weird. I will save in a location and then come back to the game the next day. And that location has somehow been taken over and mm-hmm. I will just load up my game and suddenly there's a fucking guy with a flamethrower in front of me. I'm like, no. the, the fuck? This guy was not here. <laughs> hey, load the game and have that, like, you know, takedown button ready to go. I guess. Because you probably surprise him. Like, yeah, because <laughs> you just materialized <laughs> out of thin air. Yeah. It's pretty good stealth. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a silent protagonist. Blam. So, yeah. all right. So I, I, I can I continue to shit on the story. I won't because you guys haven't all experienced and, and I, I can't wait for the next no quarters when you've all finished the game and, uh-huh. and you're like, wow, you undersold how shitty those endings are. <laughs> um, but I will say as far as a, as a sandbox game, I, I want to talk about a couple of like fantastic moments. Okay. Like all uh, Tales of Skyrim kind of things mm-hmm. that have happened. Um, luckily, I had a witness for one of them that is still is just one of the greatest video game moments of all time <laughs> is that I was <laughs> I was standing like it was one of the first times I I, I got the plane, uh, you know, uh, patrol just coming around and mm-hmm. randomly fucking with my shit. And um, so I'm standing on top of there's one outpost where there's like a couple of water towers and I'm standing up on top of it. I'm just like I'm standing there like Jack Nicholson and Batman 89 just like come at me. 
come at me. And this thing's just barreling down at it. And I just kind of calmly pull out my sniper rifle, take aim at the cockpit, shoot. And I'm like, oh, I guess I missed. And the thing flies over my head, hits the ground like 20 feet behind me, rolls over and bursts into flames. And I was like, oh, I guess I didn't miss. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it was like, fuck yeah, video games. Like it's, 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 it's moments like that where it's like, yeah. this game can just be the most glorious thing ever. It is wild that that was like your first, holy shit, this video game moment, because we were in the, the room. S- yeah. We were there for that. Were you both here? Okay. They might have been Chuck and I were here. I think it was. It okay. must have been you two. Because the two of here. us walked in and, and you were just like, check this out. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, what, what, you're not going to hit that. Whatever. And nope. You know, and that's when you said, "No, nah, I don't think I did." I, I think and I missed it because you, you don't have much. There's no like, crashes. you know, like, "Ooh, XP up," you know, above the no, thing. Right? Just, yeah, numbers don't jump out of his head. Um, basically, the same thing happened to me, but in a different location. Um, I had heard about your mm-hmm. your experience, and I was like out in the field, and they're like, "Oh, the plane's gonna come hunt you now, so look out!" And I'm like, "Fuck it, I got, I bought the, you know, the ninety dollar edition. I have a big ass sniper rifle already." Come at me, bruh. Mm-hmm. And he, the dude lines up, you know, lines up his strafing ground. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, come on, come on, come on. And bang. And he careened into a pile of cars behind me. And several explosions later, I was like, I think I'm going to like this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Video I games. think I'm going to like it. Yeah. I will say, though, that plane can be a pain in the ass. Oh, absolutely. Because it, when you hit a certain point, it will always be patrolling around. And it will always start when you start talking to somebody who's about to tell you where a prepper stash is or whatever. Yep. And it will start strafing the area, and that person will not calm down until you shoot down that plane. That that was my problem with the Peaches lady, because I kept trying to talk to her, and the plane kept murdering us. And so she kept getting irritated that she would have to start yeah. her dialogue over, and eventually she, she says something like, hey, I'm a middle-aged white woman. You're supposed to pay attention to me. And I was just like, oh, wow, fuck you. <laughs> that's pretty great. That's though. actually pretty good. Yeah, that's this, pretty great. this was like the fourth or fifth time she'd been interrupted telling her story yeah. about yeah. Peaches the Cougar. Yeah, so, and you're like, it's not my fault. I was like, it's the fucking plane. Yeah. <laughs> so my several people have reported this one, but I, I find this one, you know, just the the narrative dissonance of this one is is, is funny because there's one character he's a he's a vet but he's like he's the area veterinarian doctor. yes yes sorry the vet, veterinarian all the characters are not, not a military vet <laughs> of but, some uh, war. but yeah. he, he's he's the area doctor because yeah. that's all he's all that's left and for some reason he's taken upon himself if i'm going to go do this mission that lands me in the middle of like a hot springs you know tar pit type thing you yeah. know sort of thing and so he's standing in the middle of this he's like yeah hey, it's probably really a bad idea for you know me to be out here because I, I can't swim or anything and this was my area where like Peggy's was like, we're going to, we're going to come fuck with you in this mission. So he's kind of hard enough to get to just because of where he is. Mm-hmm. And he kept getting interrupted by Peggy's and then would immediately run, jump right into the water and swim away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, you just said you can't mm-hmm. like literally just had that, that conversation with you. Yeah. But that dude, I, like I ended up pro tip if, if you ever get somebody stuck that they just don't they are so freaked out they don't want to talk to you because he he ran away ran into the middle of a bliss field was standing there so i was like all right i'm not going to go talk to you and have this whole conversation standing in the bliss field because that would be bad so i 
threw a Molotov and was like, I'll set the field on fire, freak him out, and he'll run away again. Nope. He'll yeah. just stand there and get lit on fire. No, no, he? he ran away. But then he was like, at that point, he was so flipped out that he found an ATV. And I'd go over <laughs> to try to talk to him. And he'd get on the ATV and I'd be like, nope, commandeer. And he'd get off and like go to talk to me and hop right back on the ATV. And just like we were in this endless <laughs> loop, just fast travel. Like just find the nearest place and fast travel. Yeah. So secondary pro tip, um, when you're going through the perk system, Obviously, take the wingsuit and the grapple and things like that first because yeah. you're going to need them to get around. Um, I found, believe it or not, one perk I kind of overlooked is... Uh, you can wait a while on the wingsuit. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Well, if, not, Especially if you're in John's area, there's not a lot of elevation yeah. there. Well, I was about to say... Yeah. And, Jacob's and, area. Unless you combine it with what I'm about to say. All right. Which is there is one that says like there's an option to airdrop oh, instead yes. of traveling. Yes. Oh, really? Do that because everything you should airdrop in because... Then you don't need to go worry about where the point is. Just get near and wingsuit over to where it is, and you can get places super fast. That mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense because it's it's basically that just cause three of just like yep, yeah, I'm going to start up here and I will just wingsuit over where there's not a fast travel right to the mission. And yeah. I mean for like fishing yeah. spots that are you know 300 meters away from the closest thing, it was just like yep, nope, wingsuit, mm, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. right there. Especially for anything where you have to climb because that yeah. that's maddening using that map because then you. You do the thing you do in all video games, where you just try to diagonally, diagonally jump up the uh, mountain. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where's the grass? I know I can walk on the grass part of this mountain. <laughs> right. my, my favorite is ones where like you can walk up the mountain, but a vehicle won't let you. Yeah. They yeah. like, I'm like, so this powerful ATV, like yeah, the, the most ATV powerful just ATV, spins its wheels. Yeah, it just spins its wheel, but I get off. And I'm like, doop 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 doop. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but yeah, it's a, it's still a fun sandbox game. It's just it's one. A, Good video game ass video yeah. game. It is one of the most of infuriating narratives yeah. I've ever played. It is, but I still feel Far Cry Four is better. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, I, I think this one captures that the area, uh, the feel of that area really well. Oh, know? I love and, the setting. The setting yeah, and great. that it's these little shit town America, which you know you always wonder why these people are so proud about America when you know like these, they have nothing. These little towns are kind of shit, yeah. you know, but. But they capture that stuff really, really well. And just driving down these these roads that are suddenly, you know, military zones out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, they capture that stuff well. But there's just stuff that 4 I liked better. I liked the collecting better as far as the hunting goes. And like, okay, I need to craft this so I can hold more arrows. Sure. Well, where this the, one, it's basically it just... on that Red Dead thing. Like, that's, yeah. you know, we like that. Yeah, whereas this one, you just, you skin something and all you're going to do is get more money for it. You know, and that kind of that kind of takes the fun out of so much of, all right, well, this is what I need to unlock this. And yes, there is stuff like, it's like, okay, I need to do this challenge to unlock this at the store, or I need to do this mission to unlock this fishing rod. Yeah. But in general, I just don't like that. It's like, all right, I skinned five bears. Here's $250. It sort of disincentivizes the hunting and fishing. I feel, Yeah. which uh, the fishing is really good. I really, I like the fishing. I really enjoy the fishing. It's a very satisfying mechanic. But my only incentive to fish, aside from wanting to fish, um, is to finish the um, the collection quest, basically to get the to the to get the really good uh, rod and reel, mm-hmm. and then I have no more incentive to fish, even though I will have finally gotten the best it, rod and reel. You're in, you're in that pattern. I mean, I'm I'm very much guilty of it of that Diablo thing. It's like. I am doing things to get more loot to do more damage when I'm already doing a shitload of damage. You know. Yeah, I I have but the if, third rod and reel. I enjoy the mechanic. Enough. You know, it's it's that's what yeah. I'm saying. I like doing the fishing because the fishing's cool. Yeah. It is cool. Uh, um, my la- my last pro tip is just just power through the story. You can go and do everything 
when it's over, mm-hmm. and and then you won't have planes and shit buggy bugging you. However, if you actually care about doing all of the story missions, mm-hmm. if you do the final mission and you haven't done all of the story missions, there are some that will go away. Are there? That you don't? Yes. Because I have not encountered that. I mean, there are almost every scenario. Like, in, I'm not going to be spoiler, but let's let's say a character is murdered in the story. I'm not going to say who, but yeah. it, let's let's face it. Some some good guys are going to die. Yeah. If they die, the people have been like, "Hey, they wanted you to do this." Okay. Well, the, these were like there were specifically there were there were some with uh, John where they said there's some kind of vehicle I forget the name of it, but like it's on the roads. We need to take it out. And I didn't do that. I ended up doing the last mission, and that that mission the went away. Along revelator. With, yeah, the revelator. That's the one. I never <laughs> saw what the revelator did or anything. Uh, I don't know if it unlocked anything. But no, it does not. I don't think. Yeah. But either way, that mission was gone. So if you really if you actually care about doing all of those little missions, which, you know, you shouldn't really. The vehicle ones are not really. Yeah. Story. But sometimes but that stuff will go away if you if you know that you've been offered the final mission and you can still buy that car in the garage. Yeah. So you don't you don't lose content, really. And they're not very story driven. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I it's but it is. Yeah, they, they yeah, we've done a lot of bitching, but we've all put like at least 20 hours in. Yeah, we're all over 20 hours. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like you're not going to get your money's worth. Yeah, out of I this dare game. not count. I'm just saying, like, if you're if you're in that stage where like you're you're doing stuff, but the planes are circling, get get just finish it. Like, get the fuck out of there because you're just going to drive yourself. Yeah. And you get more money for doing the missions yeah. after you've yeah. been there. Yeah, you so. get a region clear bonus. So, yeah, I would say like hit the story, hit the story missions and save all the side stuff like you can you don't have to do the outposts at all as long as you get enough um resistance points to um and i'm I'm probably going to reset the outpost because you know just just for fun and i still need to get a few well i I need one specific kill i still need to get sabotage kills which takes a fucking miracle of putting you know yeah Group Goldberg thing together to make somebody stand next to a car i accidentally got that there was like a a caravan of trucks that it all kind of collided into each other and they were all just kind of stuck in that video game like we can't mm-hmm. figure out how to three-point turn and get out of this so i just sabotaged one truck and it blew up like four trucks oh, in a chain man. reaction and all the dudes died and i was just yeah. like all right yeah I nice did job it. so yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying it's like it's almost going to take like the video yeah. game breaking yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. i, I yeah. don't know if you could sabotage a truck get in it and then drive it and then just push off <laughs> well, well there's sabotage and then there's like there's another one where it's like trap it or something. I, I, booby trap. Booby yeah. trap. Yeah. Cause like the next thing it hits, booby it will trap. blow up. Oh, and I, I don't know if that will count as a saboteur kill or not, or if it has to be the sabotage move. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could work. Yeah. I don't have many problems with this game at this point, but one problem I do have, um, the weaponry in this game, I don't know what it is, but far cry four and far cry three and far cry blood dragon it felt like the progression on the weaponry was a lot more it's just you're getting bigger and better it was it was it was a lot more linear yeah and um it it was also more distinctive between each like each gun had its thing that it did in this i feel like each gun is just a mild in mild improvement over the last like and there were a lot more unique things in Far Cry 4 that you could use. This it's just like and I know that 89% of the guns in this country are ARs, but it feels like all of the guns in this are it's like kind of feel 55 like ARs. That's on purpose. It's Liter- just Montana's littered with guns and they're yeah. all the same fucking gun, so But then again like 
you have two or three shotguns and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like a couple sniper rifles that all feel most like both classes of sniper rifle. They're basically two classes. There's like a, a 50 cal and then there's a regular ish sniper rifle. Yeah. And they, they, the smaller ones feel about the same and the bigger ones feel about the same. And it, well, I, I will say, because like I was using the gold edition 50 cal sniper that it comes mm-hmm. with, but that one's bolt action, and there's another one that you can buy that's semi-automatic. Right. It's worth the... Outrageous it will do, it will, No, I'm just saying it will do a little bit less damage, but being able to go, you know, like very quickly right. is, is worth yeah. it. So, But there's such small differences where yeah. I felt like in, in Far Cry 4, there were a lot of differences. Like I was running a lot more varied loadouts you know i i would switch my loadouts often and in this i've kind of just settled down to basically a pistol bow ar or it's not ar it's an akm um and uh the big ass sniper rifle and that's pretty much what i run for every situation now as opposed to in four i would you know i would get the big lmg out for some things or i'd get a shotgun out or the vector felt like there were the differences between those were way more important mm-hmm. than in this it, everything ke- yeah. feels kind of samey in this yeah this one it just feels like you put a suppressor and whatever scope you want on it and you're pretty much and the bigger magazine and you're done yeah. right you know yeah and you and, can just buy those immediately it's not right. like you even unlock them and the 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 whole prestige skins thing on the like there are separate weapons that are prestige versions of other weapons that just cost a bunch of money or silver and it's all it is is a skin it's just a skin there's nothing different between the prestige and anything else and that skin that should really just be part of the skins menu i feel like there's i don't know who redesigned this you know the firearm system in in far cry 5 but um it just it really feels like they missed some of what made far cry 4's really really good yeah so um but having said that the gunplay is really good in this game like i feel like it's it was hard for me to say that statement within the first three or four hours because you you don't have a lot of guns you don't have a lot of weapons and it just doesn't like you're not used to how far cry does guns but now like i'm a fucking murdering machine mm-hmm. um it is Everything, all my Far Cry muscle memory has come back, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm back used to how things feel and move in this game, and I am a fucking murdering fool once again, and it's it's really satisfying. Everything works well. The spotting system I think is slightly better, and I, also I really enjoy that. I enjoy just hiding behind a rock and sending my dudes in to murder everyone <laughs> in an outpost. I, I just think don't use them enough. I use. I um, let them auto do most of the things that they're going to do, but yeah. otherwise, I'm like up top sniping people. Tends to be what I end up doing. I just hide, pull out the binoculars, spot everybody, send my two goofballs in to do whatever, <laughs> and then kind of watch them fuck around for a minute and a half before they get to mm-hmm. where, like they're doing like serpentine motions throughout the house. Like, dude, just get to the room. What the fuck are you doing? There's, yeah. and then they're like they'll run up and hit the person with the butt of their gun. I'm like, you've got a fucking gun. Use it. What are you doing? Yeah. Murder mm-hmm. that man. 
Are so, you are you using the just the regular local Yahoos or the special ones? I usually have a mix of one of the I, special ones and one of the local Yahoos. No local Yahoos. Get rid of the local Yahoos. The local Yahoos have their perks. Like they will, you'll get full health when they revive you, or one of them will pick flowers for you while you're not ooh, paying attention. Ooh. You need that. stuff. There is one that'll help you hold more ammo. Yeah, yeah. So they, they've all got weird ass perks. Yeah. Um, I use Boomer and Peaches almost exclusively. <laughs> Like Boomer is my yeah. my spot and boy. Yeah, I'll just send him to run through an outpost, mm-hmm. and nobody gives a shit about Boomer. Like this is my dog. I've been this dog has been with me for eighteen hours of yeah. this mm-hmm. game. Yes, like this is my boy. Yeah. Everybody should know that this is my boy. Yep. Um, I love that you revive him just by petting him. Yeah, yep. that's the same thing. Too. Same thing with Peaches. You just, you just with, rub Peaches' belly, and she's like, "Huh? What? <sighs> All right, let's fucking murder again." Also. I, can I just say that cheeseburger is the best name for a bear? It is. Yeah. <laughs> for a giant murder bear? Yeah. yeah. With a little pretty beanie good. on. <laughs> yeah. Cheeseburger. Yep. Cheeseburger's awesome. Mm-hmm. But, like, people should know that if you see this blue healer, you about to get sniped. Yeah. Like, you should be expecting a bullet in your fucking dome in the next 10 to 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Or you should also expect a tawny cougar not Tony Katane, um, <laughs> to come up behind you and bite your goddamn neck off. Yep. Uh, because that's what I use Peaches for, like mm-hmm. boomer spots, and then Peaches will go person by person yep. throughout the outpost. Um, also, Peaches ain't fucking around when there are other animals. Like, oh, no. If an animal comes after you, Peaches is going to kill it. Yes. A lot. Yes, like, Pe- Peaches loves you. I like that it, Boomer will pick a fight with anything. Yeah. Yes. It's usually not good, but yeah. <laughs> Boomer don't care. Also, it, I like that the one unique weapon you get in the game mm-hmm. is from, uh, is it Larry is the guy's name? The crazy, like... Yeah, Larry. Yeah, he's like a crazy t- scientist dude. He's oh, the crazy yeah. 9-11 truther. Yeah. No, that's Zip. Yeah. Zip is the Zip's crazy... Zip's the 9-11 guy. They Let... look similar. Their hair is oh, similar. Oh, right, right, right. Larry's right. the yeah, guy who wants right. to time yeah. travel. But Larry basically leaves you the half-life gravity gun, mm-hmm. except you can only do the whole thing where it pulses out and pops out magno pulser yeah i cracked jen up so bad she was on the phone with her mom and we had it muted and i was running around and this skunk came up to me and i just went and the skunk went flying into the air about 45 yards Uh and then landed Mm -hmm. and then came right back at me and sprayed me yeah so i did it again and it immediately red misted that skunk oh my god yeah if you're close, and it and it will do that to dudes too. By yeah. the way, on the what on the second hit, or uh, sometimes the first. If you're yeah. close enough, it will pulp them immediately. <laughs> nice. You can't loot them, obviously. Right, because all of their they've been atomized. However, you can't do that to bears, as I learned because when I was fishing, <laughs> I got attacked by a bear, uh-huh. and I was like, "Fuck it, man! I need to catch this sturgeon." And <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah, I really, and and I'm like trying to reel it in. And Jen's like, "You're being attacked by a bear." I'm like, "I don't care." <laughs> This is a world record sturgeon on the line right now. I'm reeling this fucker in. The Admiral? Were you hunting the Admiral? Uh, no, it was oh. not the Admiral at that time, but I reeled it in and then turned around and the bear had killed like my dog and it had killed that, the, you know, the kind fisherman who was there who always gives you there life advice. There are 85 advice. kind fishermen yeah, and I, I wish they would all it shut the fuck him, up. And then the bear was like, oh, so now you're done fishing and comes after me. So I use that you smell gun like sturgeon. and you, it just, I just kept bouncing him in the air. <laughs> If you want to bounce a bear in the air, you can just keep doing it with that gun over and over, and it will not kill him. 
I don't know what it takes to kill him, but I mean, I was fucking around so much. I was popping him and it would stun him. And then I just pulled out my fists and just started punching this bear. And then <laughs> I popped him in the air. That's how you a bull to death or yep. whatever. Yeah. Do you want the secret to killing a bull to death with your bare hands? It's use furious. Yeah. yeah. And don't buy the brass knuckles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But one hit, it goes down. That is also fun when you are being attacked by dudes and uh-huh. you and you have and you're on that high. Yeah. Yeah. You're and just, you're just <laughs> fucking launching yeah. them into the stratosphere. Yeah. You're like red <laughs> Alex Jones. You're just like, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> Punch. Yep. Orbit. <laughs> yeah. I, so I picked up the Magno Pulse and I'm like, ah, oh, fucking around. What does this do? And just blong, blong, blong. And I hear noise sort of behind me and I'm like, ah, oh, it's just, you know, Boomer and I was running with Boomer and Grace at that mm-hmm. point. I'm like, oh, it's just Boomer and Grace fucking around. They're having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and so I turn around, I'm like kind of ready to go and I'm like, all right, well, where are they? And I look behind me and they're getting up off the ground. I'm like, was that the Magna Pulse? I was pointing mm-hmm. this. I was pointing the other direction, <laughs> and so I looked at them and pointed slightly to the side and hit the Magna Pulse and just <laughs> boomer and grace. Yep. Just fucking took off, <laughs> just tumbling across the tarmac. I, I feel really bad because one of the first prepper statues, I think it's the one that's on um, what's his face's island, mm-hmm. little private island. Mm-hmm. Um, boomer got stuck in the doorway, like sideways. Mm-hmm. Or no, it was Peaches. Peaches got stuck in the doorway sideways. And so I couldn't go in the door. And I was like, I like and it, I didn't have many companions at that time. And I was like, what do I do? Do I dismiss it and wait like two minutes for it to come back? And I was like, I'm going to shotgun him and then revive him. <laughs> I'm like, I feel terrible, but I'm, I'm. You're in my way, Peaches. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, come on. I have yeah. to shotgun my cougar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'll revive you. I yeah. promise I will revive you, but. Yeah. I have accidentally murdered so many of my companions. Um, mm-hmm. Grace has a really bad habit of walking in front of me right as I'm taking my shot. Yep. So Grace probably has, I don't know, five or six, five, five, six rounds in her head. Just mm-hmm. rattling around in there. Yeah. Just yeah. I, there, there, but by the Grace. <laughs> I, I appreciate that Boomer is an actual dog and will keep walking in front of the car if you hop in the car and try and take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he won't get in the car. But he's like, I'm going with you, and he'll just either be right behind you when you're backing up, or right in front of you yeah. when you're trying to speed have, off. Have you encountered the? I, 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 talk, I mentioned sort of about the psycho drivers. Have you encountered like you'll just find a section of road where it just seems like it's constant. Get the fuck out of my way, driver! Oh yeah, after another. Yes, mm-hmm. like, they are determined to get wherever they're going. There was somewhere, and I was, I was, there was like three Peggies I was trying to kill and a bear. And I was like, I'm going to take all these guys down. And Boomer is just running around, just constantly getting hit by cars. <laughs> like, it was Sometimes like, you just got to let him. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I feel so it's horrible. Like, stop, like yeah. stop staying in the road, Boomer. So I don't have a pet cemetery. You mentioned getting hit by cars. Uh-huh. I think we need to move on. Oh, okay. But BJ's going to destroy this seg. Absolutely. Um, two things before we move on. Uh, one, before they fix whatever Harlow hates about the game, they need to uh, patch in boomer riding in vehicles. Yeah, jump yeah. in. Especially and like a pickup truck. Just hop in the back, boy. Absolutely. And two, um, my worst boomer car accident was <laughs> four miles an hour. I was trying to turn around. Boomer ran in front of me, and I clipped him. And he just went, I don't yeah. like 40 yards, <laughs> just a dog tumbling through the air. Um, Poor little fella, he probably kept up for like half a mile or so. <laughs> yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Well, 
Speaking of speaking tumbling of hitting through the things air. with a car and getting tumbled through the air. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. Save the seg. We can reach our quota of speaking about Burnout Paradise right now. Yay. Once again, Shh. Burnout Wait. Paradise remastered. Oh, I was going to say, we're going to remaster this talk. Yes. Yeah, yeah we new, won't. It's a new we game. We won't talk about Burnout Par- Paradise. No. But we will talk about Burnout Paradise remastered. Different we will. Game. Different game. Hey, I got a newsflash for you guys. Hey. Burnout Paradise is still fucking awesome. Yeah. It is still the greatest driving game to ever grace this earth. I have a newsflash. I have my Paradise license or whatever the hell it is. Your Burnout Elite? Elite? No, I don't have that one. I don't have, like, oh. I have the, what the fuck is it called? The Burnout License. Burnout, burnout License. Okay. Yep. For the first time ever in this game. Really? You really? never got it on I th- previous I I, gen? I thought I shared that bit of shame the last time that I, I played many, 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 many hours of this, but it's almost always been co-op. Yep. Which, yeah. you know, you're not doing any progress of that. I am... 15 away from my elite license. Wow. I, I've already gotten my elite license twice, so... Oh, you got it already in the new one? No, I've done oh. it on... Okay, yeah. yeah. I've done it twice. Man. Like, I... That I de- doesn't mean anything. It's a new game. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I did I, it twice in the old game. Yeah. Though. I devoured this game. Yeah. Like, like, it came out, and I was like, I w- I'll play a lot of this. And then it was just like... <laughs> Jen was... For some reason, Jen was just like, hey, I gotta do a lot of work, so... If you just want to play your game all weekend, that's cool. So she went in the office and started doing work. And I was like, this is the best day of my life. (laughs) And I proceeded to find all of the smashes, all of the billboards, and all the super jumps. Basically within like four days of the game coming out. Yeah, Yeah. I remember being really surprised that you had finished all of those so fast. Yeah, I, I just I could fucking consumed this game and and i realized about it like you know we bitch about remasters and all that especially like early on in the generation we're like why is everything a fucking remaster Mm -hmm. and the problem was those games had come out like a year or two before that right this is the perfect amount of time it's also the perfect game yeah i mean it helps that burnout paradise is i mean it's not perfect and i realized some of those imperfections in replaying it Mm -hmm. but it's still my favorite racing game if not the best racing game of all time and having it be, having been 10 years now since it came out already 10 years which is pretty fucking weird to think about as mm-hmm. it is but really a solid 6 years since we were in our big phase of let's do multiplayer let's do all the stuff and i got my you know the 1250 achievements in it mm-hmm. it's just enough time to be able to go back in and go i don't remember this but i kind of remember this you know like certain muscle memory comes back like you were talking about with far cry mm-hmm. and like and just like being able to rediscover and relearn that whole area and fall in love with it all over again. Yeah. Like the, t- the period of time that, that had lapsed was had to have been like the perfect amount of time because I'm like, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. Like if they did Red Dead Remastered before Red Dead 2 comes out, like say they, they said next month, they're like, guess what, man? Red Dead Redemption Remastered. I'd be like, yep, you know what? Seven, eight years, that's right about enough time I, I, that I would probably play that again. I'd be afraid I'd be red deaded out by the two time came out, though. Or yeah. by the time two came out. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, yes. That's the only but, problem there. But I guess what I'm saying yeah, yeah. is, like, it's enough if, time yes. that a game I absolutely love and fucking devoured at last time, mm-hmm. I'd be ready to do it again. Sure. Yeah, I get I get that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's been, t- there's been, they've been teasing that they might do something with Red Dead Redemption, like a remaster PC port mm-hmm. finally something but yeah i don't know yeah but i I mean granted 
it's not that great a remaster unless you have 4K, I guess. But even then, I, I, I buy the look. I mean, Burnout, Burnout I mean, that's Paradise the thing that we talked about before so they released it. And ran so good yeah, to begin with. Yeah, the 360 with. version is fantastic. Yeah. It runs at 60 frames yeah. still. So it's you might go into this and go, I don't see it. I don't get it. I think it's because you're going to become spoiled. I mean, watching those side-by-side videos of arguably the best version, the PC version, mm-hmm. you know, side-by-side, it's like, oh, yeah, look at all the anti-aliasing they did yeah. and fixes yeah. and, you know, extra particle details and stuff. It's like, particles. yeah, I mean, just saying average people are going to be like, yeah, this looks this No, it, it looks significantly. Yeah. The draw distances are way better. There's not really pop in like there, there was in the past. Mm-hmm. I, and I also think you're just going so goddamn fast yeah. that you can't you you have you can't even really pay attention to your car the whole time because you've got to look at street signs you've got to look at you know where the if you're chasing another car where it's turned it's just all going so fast it's just a blur anyway so it's a nice looking blur <laughs> and it's speedy so it, it's strange because I, you know I, I maybe it, it seems like the the shimmer wore off a little bit not of the game i'll, I'll explain what i'm saying mm-hmm. but but the first time i i popped into showtime mode i swear on the on the 4k tv i was like is this running at like 120 frames a second <laughs> like i just like the, maybe it is because the game is just so constantly in motion that that like slow down you know take a look at all the details thing of hitting showtime for the first time was just like unbelievably gorgeous looking mm-hmm. for some strange reason you know, I'm not I'm not resolution bragging here. I'm just saying like something about getting the the 4K thing with the X. It was like, holy shit. It was like this. This mm-hmm. looks amazing. Why does this look so much better than the rest of the game kind mm-hmm. of thing? Uh, like I said, it's probably just the way it renders yeah. and slows down and lets you actually look at everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad there's so much quality of life stuff that people still didn't really know about because they didn't really change anything. Mm-hmm. Like they took two songs out that I don't remember what the songs were. Yeah. But... All the Gillette vans are gone. Yeah. No, yeah. All the advertising all the diesel is, vans yeah, are gone. It just, yeah. It's just like a criterion. Um, well, there's like a meat po- van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and some of the billboards that were advertisements just say criterion yeah. games on them now. But there's like some weird. What is the lady? There's a lady that's like, is it a law firm or something? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. weird. Must be somebody's girlfriend or something. Maybe. It's got to be, but... I don't know. There's yeah. also, like, honey shakes or honey bee shakes or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah there yeah. are a couple of goofy products they've thrown like, in there. I was but... like, is that a real thing that <laughs> that they're trying to get off the ground with yeah. some, like, cheap criterion? I kind of wish they would throw some ad stuff back in there. I, I don't think mind it. Would it. Be, I really I don't. I think it would be fine. Yeah. It helps build the world yep. better, yeah. you know? It doesn't seem like a generic place, but... I do miss the Gillette fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, I, I mean... The physics are weird in that, especially when you're doing something like marked man or aggression where like you just flat out can lose control of your car completely. Mm-hmm. Like like brakes no longer work, gas and steering no longer work. Like if they just hit you the right way, your car is going to crash. And there are some, you know, missions later on, some races where it's just like that becomes infuriating. You know, but that's only really tends to show up if you're going for your elite license at the end and you're doing like, you know, like specific burning routes that are just like you have one path and you have to be boosting this entire time on this path. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes like it won't tell you the right way. There's one specifically the hot rod coupe pro tip. If you're doing the burning route, do not follow their instructions because it will steer you down. You're supposed to end in the top left corner, basically where you start the game that, um, you know, because 
I had forgotten that it's set up basically with the eight points around the compass. Right. I'm are... sorry, explain this compass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> North is the one on top. But, you know, when North you... is the one on top. Yeah. Race northwest yeah. to the observatory. Yeah. Oh, God, I've heard that so many times now. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, you know, you're, you're going to end your race on one of eight spots mm-hmm. on the map. And that one in particular, they will send you to the southeast as soon as you start, even though you need to be in the northeast. And if you don't make the first left that's offered, even though they will keep trying to steer you back to the other road, don't, because you will never, ever make it trying to go the way they tell you. But well, there's like the ones that pretty much like if you follow the GPS on screen instructions, they will lead you to I-85. It's like, no, never go to I-85 yeah, when I'm on a burning route ever. Yeah. Stop that. Because you can never get off of I-85. Not, not in one ever. piece. I-88. I-88. Right. Yeah, yeah, I-88. Yeah, I-88. IG-88. Yes. Wait. Oh, wait. Is that I- IG-88? No, I-88. I don't know. Um. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah. So it's kind of frustrating that these are your spots to end a race. Like, it's always going to be one of these spots. So your races tend to filter into, all right, which which road am I going to hit? Which big straight feeder road am I yeah, going to find? Because there are certain roads, like, unless you're looking for smashes and other stuff, you'll never be on them. And that's a little strange, but I kind of also kind of like that because it's more of, all right, I'm exploring and I'm finding this. Right. But, yeah. The, the good thing about about the way the game is set up is that you can you will still find those roads if you are in pursuit of completion which is a thing that you should do because uh, you'll you'll find those roads for doing showtimes and um, whatever the speed thing is called oh the but the road rules road rules yeah, yeah. which also was glitched at launch because yeah because there were some like there's this mountain road in the way west that is you know like the actual time should be like a minute and 45 seconds. And it gave you like 10 seconds. I was going it. really fast. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, and, and you got erased and then, uh, Oh, I got erased. And then buzz click Cal Skullthorpe who actually showed up in the giant bomb stream in the same way. So he must be friends with whoever they were too. Mm-hmm. He was showing up on Mall mine, like as even less time than BJ. And I'm like, the fuck? So then I had to shut it off. And, and I think it's corrected now because like I was able to set times on those roads again. But yeah, it was busted originally. And I'm like, how? Like, how did you fuck that up, guys? Like, like it, this is a this is a, a port, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh, how did you not get it right? They didn't carry the one or, you know, yeah. Yeah. flip the wrong dongle. Yeah. But that game's still great. My advice to people that pick it up and have never played Burnout before, or Burnout Paradise at least before, don't do any of the premium cars don't do any of the dlc stuff just drive the cars that they give you right off the bat yep and do the burning routes first well because those carry over you have to hit a certain number of races in order to up your license each time and you will if you don't do the burning routes the burning routes you do them once and they're unlocked and you're good Mm -hmm. if you do the other ones you'll have to redo that one again later so you're better off just doing as many burning routes as you can after you after you crash cars and add them to your garage so that, you know, th- th- that's just the easiest progression to me to move on quickly. The other reason, the hidden reason for not using one of the like legendary cars or something like that is you think, well, look at how much more powerful and fast and all these things are, but the enemies match. 
Yeah. So yep. you're actually doing yourself a disservice. You're like, yeah, I have a fast car, but everyone else will be that much faster too. Mm-hmm. So by doing the starter cars, you're going to teach yourself better. Yeah. You don't learn, damn it. Well, because you're starting like, you know, you're starting an elite class, you know, like you're running, you're running a top end car and, and you have top end enemies, but you've just started the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's honestly probably what happened with me before. It's just like, oh, I'm getting in the DeLorean, you know, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm using this for everything. And I was just like, man, I'm just losing. And and I think I got frustrated with it. This is why I was like, I'm going to pretend none of the DLC cars are there. Just taking what they give me, run through it, burning route, unlock a new one, burning route, unlock a new one, burning yeah. route. Okay. And next thing you know, I'm paradise license and I, or burnout license. I, I, I may go for the elite license. That that might be too much. Because like, I got to be honest, I, I don't like... I don't like Marked Man or... Oh yeah, I really don't like Marked Man. That's probably yeah, the Mark only Man one. Yeah, Marked Man is the worst one. I just don't like that. I mean, I can I can road rage events all day. Oh, I mean, yeah. All day and a half. I mean, I, I I would reset road rage events and do them again. I mean, you can do them whenever you want, but yeah. it's yeah. like, that's that's my jam. Yeah. Stunt runs, they get a little boring because I have like... I have, like three places I go, yeah. no matter where I am <laughs> yeah, on the same. map, you know, I will just boost chain my way to the bridge or the quarry or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. All right. Chain my way over here. Hang a million and a half points. All right. I'm done. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, they're fun, but yeah, I just have like four places I know to go. Like, oh, I'm in this area. Well, here's the yeah. best place to get the points. Yeah. Boardwalk. Yeah. But God, the, the aggression stuff is so good. Like the crashes. That's really what makes the game so good is when you wreck somebody and you just see them barreling off the side of a mountain, just <laughs> their car just shredding as it goes. Yep. And the same thing with yours. Like, like even though if you're trying to do a burning route and you nick that one car that's on the side of the road and your car just explodes and is, and that's like the longest eight seconds of your life yeah. waiting for that crash to end. Or the worst is it says drive away and you're facing yeah, the wrong driveways direction. are even worse. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But also pro tip. They do not tell you during any of the menus or anything that if you hit right on the D-pad, that will bring up like restart event, restart last event. Yep. Because that was not in the original version right. of the game. That was added later. So that's why it's not in any of the tutorials. Yeah. And that's just pretend pro. it's not there and live our pain. No. <laughs> no. No. Oh. The game's a lot more fun if you can just do a restart, especially some oh. of those burning routes that well. are like, all right, you're in the southeast corner. Go to the northwest corner. Mm-hmm. In one minute and 45 seconds. Go the speed of light. Yeah. Yeah. But and drive in flash and, time. And, and I love that we just made so much fun of DJ Atomica, but he is like, oh, he's so he's a bro. He's, he's a total bro. He's like, he's latter day Mark the Ninja man. He's just like, hey, you know how to do well, stuff. Let's I love his here. little stories, too. Like if you lose, sometimes he's like, yeah, man. Sometimes when you do these races, you pick the wrong car. Yeah. And sometimes you're just not. You, you might need a stunt car for this. You know, it just like he. And he'll also just be like, man, I saw a couple guys. They were just smashing through billboards. Like they took this crazy jump and smashed a billboard. I might have to do that later. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's always talking about what he's going to do when he gets off work. It's but just, hey, that's Paradise City. Yeah. You know, yeah, there is that one. <laughs> yeah. Usually it's yeah. when you like lose a marked man. He's yeah. like, this guy was going like a bat out of hell until some other guy came up and just wrecked him. But hey, hey, that's, that's life that's in that's Paradise, Paradise City. City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like all through the years we have tried to convey that he is just the most annoying asshole and he is just the most helpful like hey man it's all right get another car try a different road mm-hmm. you can do it you know he's still a lot more 
animated than you guys are voicing him. But yeah, yeah. But he's, he's, he's but not com- fucking mellow or anything. Yeah, yeah but, but compared to our previous characterizations, yeah. he's, he's more like was... DJ Tony Robbins uh, and Tabaka because it's just like, hey, motivation guy, get yeah. out there and drive better. Do some just, stuff. Well, I will be purchasing SSX3 when it comes to Xbox uh, mm-hmm. backwards compatibility in like a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is prime DJ that that is the DJ DJ Atomica that we think DJ Atomica That's is. That's just it. We we we've grown up with DJ Atomica. We were <laughs> we weren't ready for middle aged. I've yeah. I've relaxed DJ Atomica and He's got kids. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he just I can't get over that. He gives you helpful stuff. He does. He does. You know, he's like good guy Atomica. He, he's like, hey, you know, if you take a car through if if you've unlocked a new car, take it through a repair shop and we'll show you where the burning route is. Yeah. It's like wait, what? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you don't have to unlock that. You just go through a go through a repair shop, and then boom, the burning route will show up on your map for that thing. Oh, I see. I never actually. Had, I don't think I. Did, if you said that, I never paid attention. Yeah. That was just always the first thing I did anyway. Because right. I would. Because otherwise, you can't you, get a new paint job. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Oh. The, I made you a gotta mistake. paint your car purple or pink. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, immediately, I immediately was like, all right, I'm gonna get this painted, and it was all busted. And I was like, you know, repair your car first. And I was like, oh well, I'll just start doing that from mm-hmm. by default. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my routine. Plus, they're usually so busted that they're like, just start. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's a cute little touch. I, I like it. Yeah. yeah, but that that game's still fantastic. I mean, that, that I have no regrets whatsoever about spending that 40 bucks. Nope. Nah, nah. Worth every penny. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that and that city is just, it's not as big as you think. Mm-mm. Like, like, there's times where it's like, man, I'm up in the fucking mountains and I want, and like, the thing I need is all the way down the bottom, right? I still get but annoyed. But it only takes you like three minutes to get I there. I still get annoyed when it's like, go to the observatory because I'm like, oh, God damn it. There's nothing yeah, up there. There's I, no other, yeah. like, that's the thing I like is like, okay, go from like the southwest to the northeast. It's like, well, when I get to the northeast, there'll be plenty of things to do and I'll just go back the other way. But mm-hmm. it's like when you go to the observatory, it's like, hey, all right, drive a mile and there might be an event. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. that's the only thing is like, I, I feel like the... It's not that it's not pretty, but like the the events are super sparse out in the, the far west. I do really like the driving up in the northwest. Oh, absolutely! I just yeah. hate getting stuck up there with no events. Yeah, I yeah. just hate going up there. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever whenever I get done with a race, and I'm like, all right, well, I want to drive. You know, I want to drive down to the southeast and you know just be over there because I want to do a stunt run or something. That drive back is just magical until I get back into the city. Um, that's when it all just. I like driving in the city, but those like long, curvy mountain roads, mm-hmm. and then you know three or four switchbacks, so satisfying, right. so super satisfying. Get, getting back into this, I mean, because it carries over from the other burnout games. Is I I realized how much these games ruined me for other driving games because you just rocket around a corner and hit boost, and you're immediately going straight. Yep. Yeah, you know, like. And I remember trying to play like Forza and, and, you know, even, especially even more so like simulation Forza games before Horizon. And it was just like, you mean I got to actually hit the brakes? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. when the line turns red, I should turn, I should slow down. Ugh. I should try playing Forza Horizon 3 right now. Yes. Yeah, you should. After, <laughs> after like, you know, 30 more hours in Burnout Paradise. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, because, yeah, like doing a, a, a power slide into like, I'm almost going out of control boost and I'm straight, you know, mm-hmm. going straight again. That's super the physics nice. are really dumb in oh, that game, but absolutely. I love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love them. So, yeah. So if Let's you if, if you had no quarters talks about Burnout Paradise and it was a drinking game, we're sorry that you're dead now. Yeah. Oh well. But we're moving on. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Something you did not expect us to talk about. Uh huh. Chuck, what? Did you play a fighting game? I did. I played a fighting game. What? I I know. It's what, weird. What I don't like fighting on? games. Well, to be fair, you played Tekken, so you just 
banged on the buttons and won. Uh, listen, friend. Oh, <laughs> well, that was more really a that was more of a a dig at Tekken and other fighting games yeah. versus you. Sure. So so Tekken Seven. Uh huh. Is Eddie Gordo in it? I have no idea. The oh. Capoeira guy. I have no idea. Okay. Banana okay. waves. Please please talk about t- Tekken then. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So. I, I'm not a fighting game person, but on the PS1, Tekken 2 and 3 were my fighting games, and I played those religiously, like just non. That was like friends come over, we're playing Tekken, and you could be the kangaroo and I'll be the bear, or whatever. We'll just fucking fight because those games were goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like over the years, certain fighting games speak to me, and others don't speak to me at all. Like Street Fighter, I will never wrap my head around Street Fighter. Can't yeah. for the life of me play Street Fighter. Uh, Dead or Alive, Tekken, those games, I kind of get injustice i get mortal Kombat, i don't get and that's really strange i don't understand that but um so tekken 7 was out and it was um it was on sale at target for like 20 bucks and this was this was kind of when i finished up listening to all the end of the year uh gaming stuff from 2017 a lot of people were talking about how cool tekken 7 was and Mm -hmm. i thought I'll pick this up because when this sale is over, it'll go back up to full price pretty much everywhere, and I'll be able to get rid of it for more than I paid for it, and I'm not going to be out anything. And if I like it, that's cool. I'll keep it. And I spent an afternoon with it playing like all of the mm-hmm. all of the content you can play without another human being. Okay. And I thoroughly enjoyed myself. That, did, did you get goofy endings? Is, does Tekken still have weird endings? God, yes. Tekken 7 has a bunch of just yeah. weird ass, just... Yeah, but there's this over there's this over story going through the whole thing where some character from Street Fighter is in this and is like the big bad somehow Uh, Bison Akuma. It might be Akuma. Okay, big beardy man. Maybe it more like spiky anime hair. Maybe. All right. I I think it's Akuma. Okay. I don't know. I don't know my fighting men's Akuma's from Street Fighter. I know. He said there's a Street Fighter. There's a Street Fighter character who's like the big bad of this. Uh, Oh, and what the, in Tekken? Yeah, it's weird. It's not Street Fighter Cross Tekken. No, it's weird. So mm. there's that bit of weirdness, and also like they try to tie together all of the Tekken stories over the years oh, God. into some sort of cohesive timeline. And the way they do it is that they use cutscene footage from the older games. So oh, every God. once in a while, you will just see some PS1 ass Tekken fight going on in someone's dream, and you're just like, "Man, what the hell is this?" and so the presentation of it is really goofy and fun and the fighting stuff is i it clicks with me and Mm -hmm. i guess it's because it's a button masher but i felt like i wasn't just looking out on things i was actually i had my move set to where like i know i can do this and block that Mm -hmm. and i was i was actually doing it you know whereas like i play killer instinct i'm like man i this game is kicking my ass i don't know how to play killer instinct so oh man back in the day i could I could get that like thirty point combo with yeah. Orchid or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I've tried the one on Xbox One. I'd, I'd, I can't get out of the tutorial. It's the same I think year. we both have the same year. Yeah. I cannot get out of the tutorial. It's like you got to do this one combo, and I'm like, I can't do it. So I guess I can't play the game. But yep. so all right. So I have, uh, story mode is it like is it like Injustice Mortal Kombat where it's you're going to get a taste of all the characters? Yeah. Okay. So, so you're telling me at no point did you see a guy and you're like he's doing capoeira? Maybe I don't know. How do you not know that? There's a hundred characters in these things. Isn't there and also like Christy, I think, is the other... The, I mean, it's like, it's you remember what Capoeira is, right? Yes, you know, it's either Capoeira yeah, or, or Drunken away. Boxing or one of those things. No, Drunken dances. Boxing is different. He dances before, like, while his idol animation is he's 
capoeira. I can't help you. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, sorry. I'm going to Google it since you're I no wasn't help. prepared for that question. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Banana way. Yeah. I understand the concept of it. I just, I don't remember if that's Banana what happened during way. Tekken 7. I really don't. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I just, you know, I played it. I got all the single player achievements you could possibly get without being a fucking maniac, you know, and yeah. like win a thousand solo matches. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and then I went online and you oh. got destroyed. No, why would you do that? I didn't because they do a very good matchmaking system to where it matches you up to people that you might have a chance to beat. And I won a few matches online. Hey, what? right. Chuck, yeah. Good job. And then I was like, let me turn that filter off and see what happens. Oh, God. And I got fucking wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> like in a blur. Like I just like, bah, 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 bah. And I was just like, what is Is my controller busted? Am I, is my internet lagging? What's happening? Did it flash a big 45 hit combo <laughs> it was, above their head? It was over they... in 12 seconds. And I was just yeah. like, man, they just got an achievement for just fucking punking my ass. So, good. Good for them. But. I had an enjoyable afternoon with Tekken 7. If this was um, like a Games with Gold or something like that, I would gladly, mm-hmm. you know, re-download it. Did you get it, it on disc or did you? Yeah, I got it on disc. Did you already get rid of it? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Damn it. Sorry. Sorry. You're supposed to tell me these things. John. Sorry. And yes, Eddie Gordo. Apparently there's 40 playable characters. Okay, that sounds right. I thought you were going to say there are 40 Eddie Gordos. <laughs> oh, there's there's going to be there's, fucking amazing. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a group of Eddie Gordos. <laughs> yeah. no, there, uh, Eddie Gordo is back um, because there's... I, at first, I, I was looking at the list and it was like, that doesn't look like 40. And he goes, returning fighters. So uh-huh. he's just down in there in the yeah. scrubs that have been around for a while. Right. Mm. I think but yes, a- it is Akuma as the okay. is the street fighter oh, yeah. daddy who's there. So whoever the big Tekken bad guy is hates Akuma, and they fight. Yeah, dude. Oh. yeah. Hi Hachi. Yeah, who apparently is dead, but also not. But he got thrown in a volcano, and then I guess he came back. Yes, or was that Jin who came back as no, Devil he, Jin? No, uh, he threw his son into the volcano. Yes, who then that, came then back as Devil Jin? Right. Okay, but also regular. Oh, regular Jin is because also- he has to fight Devil. <laughs> it's it's fucking madness. I mean, it's just, it is just constant. Like people, people will be in a boardroom, and robots wearing berets will will come in <laughs> and murder everyone. And then Akuma will walk in, and is like, "This is my corporation now." And then like, is, and then some guy will stand up, and go, "No, we fight." And you know, and it's like so. <laughs> <laughs> they took hostile takeover literally. Yeah, they did. I like it. I guess there are some versions. I guess Street Fighter Five version of Akuma. He does have like a lion's mane beard. Oh. It, it's just his anime beard goes all the way around yeah, his head. No, he doesn't have that in, okay. in Tekken. Mm. The, the Tekken is is respectful to the Akuma. So, so it's more like this guy. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. yes, more like that. Guy. Well, you said beard, and I was yeah. like, "This proper canon Akuma." I mean, yeah. come on. So I don't. know. We're probably saying it completely. It's probably like Akuma. Probably <laughs> like something. Sorry. Whatever. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's a All it's right. a fun fighting game. You can have fun with it, and you can go online and maybe I keep, beat I keep up some waiting scrubs. for it to go on sale. Yeah, and they keep discounting it on like the gold deals, but they never go far enough down for me to be like, "All right, I got to buy this." I I didn't because go- Jen would play it. Yeah, Jen loves Tekken. Yeah, that's I, like the one game. Yeah, I will bring her out of retirement just so she can fucking murder me with. Is Yoshimitsu in match? It? She will fucking oh, murder you. I I went off the. I would okay. put good money on that. Yeah, because she was a Yoshimitsu main, hmm. and she will fucking destroy you. Okay. I would actually really like to see that, like, brand new disc cracked open, put it in the machine, and watch her destroy you. And, I'd pay no. good money for that. Hi, Yoshimitsu is back. Yep. Yes. Sure. I think he's in all of them. Okay. Also Leo, because that's the lion dude, right? It it's me, man. Why not? I don't I mean, remember. it makes sense. Leo. Isn't there, like, Tiger and some other tiger. people? Tiger. Tiger. Yes. 
So anyway, mm-hmm. there's somebody named Bob. <laughs> is is he is your great big fat person? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, man. Actually, I think yes, Bob is a great big fat person. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um. All right, I'm going to wrap up this half, but I'm going to be pretty quick about it. Okay. Because we, we've talked a lot already, even though it's only three games. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, indie Corner. <gasps> That's just what I'm going to call this. It's an Indie Corner. Okay. A whole bunch of indie stuff went on sale. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy some indie games. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one up. I saw it come up, and I saw the name, and I was like, all right, I'm buying this sight unseen because it's probably only like $3 at the time. Reagan Gorbachev. Mm-hmm. Which is basically Hotline Miami, except uh, one of them is Reagan with a katana, and the other one is Gorbachev with a deadly blow dart gun. That makes sense. Yes. And it is Factually done... Factually accurate. And it is done in that... Uh, I kind of call it like the MCGA style. You, you know, that early 90s PC game look where it's kind of like dithered colors, but it's not quite pixel art, but more just kind of like that style. And it's uh, overhead... And you are basically controlling the two characters. You can also do Mm co-op where one person controls one character, one person controls the other, where if you do it single player, you're just switching between them with right bumper. And Gorbachev is the hacker who can hack into security systems and open doors. And Reagan is more elections. Yes. And Reagan is more of just like a lock pick type dude to get through doors, but it's kind of, it becomes a puzzle game of, all right, can I get by these guards and kill them all and escape the level? And, and they're very they're very small, puzzly levels. And if you get behind a guard, you can stealth kill him. You don't even have to attack him. You just come up behind him and you auto kill him. But if they notice you, they'll do the whole uh, Metal Gear uh, exclamation point over the head and then come after you. And usually they'll just shoot you to death. And, you you know, so it's it's generally good not to get spotted. But they also the cutscenes are just really great because they're they're that dithered style. And it's basically Reagan walking with a with a fucking katana sword next to his head next to Gorbachev and they're just discussing how how much they hate each other but how much they hate the guys who have captured them more and you know it's it's basically 80s action movie type stuff but they also throw in you know like you know Reagan's like I need to get back to the land of the free and Gorbachev's like well how come most of your minorities are in prison right now you know and it's they kind of oh, I get do it. a little bit of that stuff going on too and they also have trivia about them between levels <laughs> so they're like this one has five children and you have to choose whether it was Reagan or Gorbachev mm-hmm. it was Reagan I got it wrong oh shit yeah yeah but it's it's fun <laughs> it's fun it's it's kind of what you expect if you look at the screenshots of it it is going to be a lot of that and but the soundtrack is pretty good. It's mm. like it's like that kind of like that Hotline Miami two thing where it's like just thumping techno almost. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Uh, speaking of thumping techno, uh huh. Butcher was the other game that I grabbed, which uh, this one was a Zodiac motherfucker recommendation. Okay. Speaking of games that are designed to look like a early '90s PC game, complete with like health bar health bar down the left side, status bar on the right side with like what weapon you have and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a side scrolling like level platformer thing where the difficulty level is casual, hard, harder, hardest, impossible. This game is no fucking joke, <laughs> but your job is you have basically been dropped on this uh, space station and your job is to exterminate everyone there. Oh, and you will shoot them with, you know, if, if you've got enough shells with your shotgun, you will shoot them and they will burst into just a shower of jibs early quake style except it's all like very pixel art Mm -hmm. rendering 
but yeah, in that same similar MCGA, you know, like, you know, 320 by 200 or, you know, maybe 640 by 480 looking resolution type thing. Mm -hmm. But that game's hard as fuck. (laughs) And when you die, you start level over. Mm -mm. So yeah, it's kind of, I need to just put it on casual because I tried to do hard because that seemed like the basic way to play the game. You know, like that seems to be the suggested level because casual, they're just like, sure, you really want to play it like this? <laughs> Which, yeah, I think I do. You Cause, casual. Yeah, because it's just really hard. You know, and I mean, you're aiming with the right stick while you're moving with the left, which, you know, works with top down stuff, but it's more like a reticle on the screen, but it's not hmm. necessarily easy to aim. And it's tough to tell when you're about to shoot into a wall instead of at the guy you got to shoot. So it was. I want to play more of it, but eh. <laughs> it was really it's just it's really hard and you have to be kind of in the mood for a game like that uh however the other game i went from butcher to ruiner hmm. which is a devolver digital game uh made in unreal engine 4 it's kind of an isometric viewpoint thing so it's kind of like the hotline miami style okay i'm going through this area and clearing out dudes but it's isometric almost like crusader no remorse type look to it but it's really nice stylized wise. It's like black and red. And it's kind of like, you know, that whole Blade Runner universe type look to everything that kind of techno punk thing. And this is one where you are basically a dude wearing a Daft Punk mask that has the video screen on it. And you don't know what happened, but you just woke up and you were in this area and there's somebody going, kill the boss, kill the boss that keeps flashing over the screen and what you're doing. And you are just going through levels, chopping dudes up with, uh, with a katana and shooting dudes with various weapons that you've picked up, which all have limited ammo. Mm-hmm. And I like bullet time stuff. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. I've, I've played a little bit of this too. Yeah. I, I mean, and you know, and you have a, yeah, if you hit left bumper, your guy will like kind of warp ahead and move really fast. And then you can, if you do an attack during that, you can fucking annihilate people. And it's kind of, I like it a lot. I'll say that. Like the style goes a very long way and it's a very, very good looking game mm-hmm. for what it's doing, even though the levels are just kind of like little, you know, technological garages, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. But I really want to play more of this. But, you know, you get out, you finish the level and you find out that, you know, someone's hijacked your brain and that there's this girl who's trying to help you. And a lot of and all the dialogue is presented basically kind of like uh, you know RPG persona style where it's like all right here's this this uh, hand drawn picture of of whatever the character is over their text that's in a bar across the bottom so there's a lot of that so there's no voice acting or anything but it's yeah it's got style yeah it's got style and it's got a story that I I'm way more interested in than either of those other two games so I'm definitely going to play more of that and it. It's also weird, though, because it goes from being like feeling super easy, like every section I was uh, every battle I was going in, I was S ranking to all of a sudden just being like C plus barely getting through it. And then the next one getting, you know, an A plus rank. So it was just kind of like this weird combination of I don't know what I'm doing just yet, (laughs) but there's a whole huge skill tree. And I know there's a whole bunch of levels, so I will definitely be playing more of that one. Yep. And the last one, which I got in a humble bundle. Or the monthly humble bundle was Aviary Attorney, uh huh, which is basically Phoenix Wright except you're a bird, and it's all uh, in done in basically a woodcut style, where the background is kind of a greenish 
yellow color and there's black, you know, and it looks like actual woodcut, you know, ink pressed drawings. And you are a bird who is an attorney. <laughs> huh. And you have Weird. to, and you have a sparrow who's your, you know, like your, but I don't know if it's, I don't know what you'd call paralegal. it. Paralegal? Yeah, I guess you're paralegal. Shouldn't it be like a parakeet, parakeet legal? legal. <laughs> guess what? <laughs> that, para, that joke is made already. Or para eagle. Ah, uh, okay. But he's not. Okay. He's not. Uh, he's not a bird of prey. He's uh, a little sparrow. But they. Sparrow legal. Any pun you can make. It will be made. They have already made it. And it is in the game. So they're talented. Yes, and they will point it out, and they will just kind of, and and it works because your your sparrow paralegal will say it, and then your main character will go, uh uh-uh. uh, no, we're not doing this, <laughs> and then he will just be like, what, and then continue with it anyway. So it's like the Mackie and Harlow show. Yes, it kind of is. It's really well written, and I really, and it's basically it's a Phoenix Wright game where you are. You have to find enough evidence in a certain area by questioning all the people and inspecting the area. And then get when you get to trial, using that evidence in ways that, you know, deduces that, okay, here's what happened and here's here's why you're guilty. You know, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't get an objection button, unfortunately. But, yeah. Boo. Yeah. But I, I've done a couple cases worth of it and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I can recommend Aviary Attorney wholeheartedly should i play aviary attorney <laughs> sure <laughs> i mean it's basically like phoenix Wright is kind of like what i've point never and, played a, a, a phoenix it, Wright game it's basically what point and click adventure games kind of became that aren't telltale like like it's very much that whole you know like almost i don't want to say pixel hunt because it's not like that but it's like just going to an area and finding all the items that are there and all the clues that are there and talking to all the people and going through all their dialogue trees and then using all of that once you get to the trial portion to, you know, to give you the option to say, well, what about this cigar that you had earlier? You know, they, this was found at the scene of the crime. And then the guy, oh, no, ha, ha, ha. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I will say, Aviary, sorry, n- no dialogue. It's all, it's all written. You know, it's all on screen text. Because like it, it doesn't call seem my like. Next witness. But <laughs> man, but I'll say like the, the art is really beautiful in that game. But like, it's just really like, if you look at screenshots, it looks really great. Maybe I should start streaming bird games. <laughs> yeah, start I, with the bird. I, yeah, I mean, I guess, simulator. I might play this. <laughs> Lots of birds have mites. That's yeah. a real problem with birds. Yeah, but it, it, it is kind of bird puns. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically if you like puns, birds or Phoenix Wright, you should probably play that game. Yeah, I do. And it's cheap. Yeah. And I'm kind of disappointed. Like, I tried to look up stuff about them, about whoever developed it, and, you know, check their Twitter and all that. And they basically stopped updating in like 2016. So oh. I don't know what's up, but I think they're well, just. Well, we all gone. need to buy Aviary Attorney so we can fund Aviary would, Attorney too. I, I would wholeheartedly recommend it. I'd, I'd recommend it over any of the or other ones. Badger Barrister, Bear Barristers. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, and I will say, not everyone's birds. You are birds, but like you're uh, defending a cat who is on trial for, oh, murder, a bird for murdering, a, for oh, murdering a frog. Oh, what? well, that's weird. You'd think it would have murdered a bird. You would Birder. think that, but no. Birder. <laughs> yeah. Birder of the first degree. Yep. They just... They, yeah. Yeah, it, it's your kind of game, Harlow. Well, this, the funny <laughs> thing is like, so like... <laughs> I, I I've played I've tinkered with Phoenix Wright games. I've never like completed one. 
I played more coincidentally enough of the Harvey Birdman game <laughs> than yeah. I did of any Phoenix Wright game. He's an attorney. He is. And a bird. He is. I'm saying like this this seems like this is <laughs> the next logical step because yeah. I played I played a considerable amount of the Harvey Birdman game, which was a Phoenix Wright knockoff game. Harvey Birdman. <laughs> Birdman at law. Uh-huh. Bird. Okay. So on that note, let's take a break. Okay. Welcome back, second half. Hey, still a motherfucking video game podcast. You're still fucking right, man. Brought to you by video games. All right, so I know if you're listening to the first half, you're probably sick of hearing about Far Cry, but I have one final thought that I meant to make while we were having our whole diatribe about Far Cry. Please do. Um, it's it's really more... Uh, it's like it's it's thinking about the end of the game and then how good the end of Far Cry 4 was um, because far cry 4 from like the moment you're like liberating the big giant outpost and the john po- john ho kicks in mm-hmm. you know song mm-hmm. it's like that is such a glorious like oh yeah i it's it's a it's a it's a climactic feeling like i am at the end of the game crank the music let's fucking do this mm-hmm. going to confront pagan men and unlike far cry 5 which again i'm not going to say what happens but it comes down to you know dialogue and Mass Effect button push, like do this or do that. And Far Cry 4, there is choice, but it's inside engine. You know, like you, you know, you confront pagan men and you can choose how the, how the game ends and resolves, but it's like you're directly controlling it. And that like, it's a, it's a weird thing to take a step back and like have a branching choose your own adventure style button press thing instead of like, no, let me do what I want to do and what you know I want to do kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, instead of just like, I'm going to trigger this cutscene or this cutscene. Like, that is such a weird... Like, this isn't a Telltale game, guys. Yeah. So, oh, I sick, just... Sick. Sick burn. Well, you know, I mean, that's... <laughs> but that's... It is. I mean, that's... I know. You know, like, do I tr- trigger this cutscene or this cutscene? And that's, unfortunately, what the ending is without telling you what happens. You know, that's yeah. that's what happens. You know, that's the mechanic anyway. So, mm-hmm. it's just... I just I thought I was thinking back. I was you know I I can think and get more angry about the end of Far Cry Five, and then I can think back back about the end of Far Cry Four and how glorious feeling that was. Like man, that music cue. I mean, I know not everybody was like with that music cue like I was, but like yeah. when that kicked in, I was like fuck yes, you know. So I gotta admit, there was a part of me that almost bought Far Cry Four on Xbox One, even though I platinumed it on PS4. Mm-hmm. I just do it again. Yeah. Yeah, because like burnout kind of triggered that in me. I was like, you know, it's been like three years. I could probably do that all over yeah, again I, and have fun doing it. I've been looking for like the because it's Ubisoft and they were going to do this. I've been looking for like a goatee for Far Cry 4 bundle on the PC mm-hmm. to do that with because I know I can make you it. never played the Yeti stuff. I never played the Yeti stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, like it was just like that DLC came out just after I'd, I'd run through the game twice. And I was like, I'm, I was done with Far Cry at the time. So. Well, but it, we it, are going to get Far Cry three in in a few months. We are, yeah, some somewhere, some that. Yeah, but it, is there thing. anything about the DLC schedule so far? I thought the Far Cry three was supposed to be coming out first. 
That's what I thought, but I initially read the thing wrong. It, it sounded... It, it made it sound like the Far Cry 3 was going to be out before Far Cry 5 was out. It was worded yeah. saying that, that if you pre-order the game with the season pass, you would get it a month early, and people mm-hmm. thought that meant a month before the game released. Oh. What it means is a month before the retail version of Far Cry 3 yeah. comes out. Mm-hmm. So, Because I pre-ordered that day thinking I'll spend the first month replaying Far Cry 3 to get me in the mood for Far Cry 5, and then realized, wait, no, it never came out. What happened? So, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, they, they worded it really weird. But yeah. but yeah, like I said, because it's Ubisoft and they don't, I, they super value their season passes that I've never seen like a cheap enough bundle to rebuy it type of thing. Yeah. yeah. What's sad is, I mean, I have the whole season pass on the PS4. I should just go replay it there, I guess. But yeah, something about just having it like fresh, fresh and not like, mm-hmm. you know, do a restart type of thing. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm with you. I get it. I'm hip. I'm cool. I get it. Yeah. So, board game. What corner? Huh? Board game corner. Yeah. That's usually my thing. I know. I've I've been getting into board games lately. Thief. I played some uh, Burgle Brothers. I was going to say you burgled my corner. Yeah, Burgle Bros, (laughs) which is a a game where you are pulling off a heist, (laughs) and you are building the board. And revealing the board as you go, which uh, you build a team, and it's a co-op game. It is you versus the game itself. So it, they're in the largest version of the game, you are building a tower with three levels in it, with three floors, where uh, each floor has a safe on it, and each floor has a set of stairs that go up and go down. And uh, that's usually what stairs do. Well, I mean. They're in different places. Oh, okay. And actually, no, There's there are no stairs down. There are ways to go down, but sometimes if you go up, you cannot go back down, so you can lock yourself out of winning the game, so to speak. Mm. And there are guards that patrol each floor that are determined by a random stack of cards that say, okay, the guard's going here. And it is basically... um, It's a co-op game where you are trying to rip off... You know, you're trying to get what's in each safe, and each of your characters has a special skill that is used and I believe everybody you have to get all the things from all the safes yes. and then all of your characters have to get out right yes yeah without getting caught and you can get basically you have three lives you have three times you can be captured before mm-hmm. you get away and uh it is I don't know if we just played it really well but we had a lot of fun and we got out quickly like we were something about the way we played the four of us is we just cranked through that game and I was kind of surprised because I was expecting us to be worse at it or fail and we did not you can you can get really lucky in that game or you can get really unlucky we when I played it um it's been a couple years I may have Mm -hmm. even talked about it briefly on the podcast but um we got out by the skin of our teeth like Mm -hmm. we it was classic heist movie just at the very last second we managed to escape yeah, I, I mean, it is a fun game because it is straight up. You can all talk strategy yes. throughout. And so it's like, all right, I know at the end of my turn, the guard has to take three steps over this way, but Walt is over there. So Walt is going to have to move. You know, it's like, if I do this. Admit, oh, but, Walt didn't Walt it up? No, Walt actually played <laughs> the way Walt is supposed to play. I, I think he wasn't that guy that came in at the last minute and. It was the wild card and no, mess it all up. I, Let's I, kill these bitches. I was surprised, but no. But yeah, he... Uh, no, but, but it was basically like, all right, but if I trigger the alarm over here, 
that means that the guard will be drawn this direction instead of where Walt is, and that gives Walt time to get to the stairwell. You know, so it was like we all the game clicked with all of us all of a sudden, and we're all like, "No, you can't do that here because this the guard is in the atrium, and he will see you down from this floor above you, and you know that all the sort of stuff that comes from playing a board game like that." And yeah, I can highly recommend that. I'll say that like we had a lot of fun and it was so fun. Like I was like immediately looking up these um, people have built towers just to store this game because the the floor is built out of uh, a four by four grid of tiles. And as you hit them, you flip them over. And because you have three floors, people have actually built a, you know, a board that's elevated where there are three levels to it. So you can put all the cards in there. And I was like, Man, that nice wood one's only like sixty dollars. <laughs> that I was like, but I have nowhere to store that thing. <laughs> but we enjoyed playing it so much that we were like, all right, I, you know, that's not a bad idea to do that. And luckily, I, I guy at my current workplace has a a laser cutter. So, Ooh, fancy. but I don't think I can fit the board in there. So I'm trying to figure out ways to put like a piano hinge in the middle, <laughs> so he can run two sheets through and yeah. then do it that way. But it's I again that that is a board game that I can highly recommend anybody and it's just at burglebros.com and it's one of those self-published games I guess it was a Kickstarter a few years ago but they actually yes. you know sprung and got actual artwork on the cards and all that sort of stuff yeah um, it is I mean it's not really a genre of board games but I really 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 like cooperative board games mm-hmm. these yeah. days like pandemic yeah like pandemic um in some ways betrayal at house on the hill even though there's you know going to be a betrayer but um i mean dead of winter dead of winter 90 percent of the time there's no betrayer and you're you're playing to win the game right um but any of those games that are that are co-op like you know you versus the board um i'm really digging these days i my competitive streak is just fading far yeah, and fast because what? it's like let's just all have fun with it what's that what right. is it castle panic where like everything's coming in together i believe that's, that's what a, that's castle a panic, co-op yeah. one too yeah mm-hmm. and that stuff's good for people like jen who just is always worried about like not playing the game right and being bad at the game and that sort of stuff and it's like when you're doing a co-op thing it's like no we, we can see all the cards you have you know we can all coach each other through this game and that's i think that's why she enjoyed it a lot because it was like there wasn't that that pressure of trying to figure out okay well how do i help my team am i going to hurt my team i can't tell them that i'm the thing you know that sort of stuff so yeah there are some other some other games that are like team versus team Mm -hmm. that i also that i also enjoy um like i think i talked about that submarine game yeah which is uh which is really good, but I'm, man, I'm just, I'm burnt out on that whole, like, strong competitive board game streak after, you know, three and a half years of solid game nights. <clears throat> but um, I'm really glad that games like like Burgle Bros exist. They're, like, unique and really, it seems like they really play tested it really well. Um, and Yeah, they really like, did. It's, it's like... really refined. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like... We play a lot of uh, a lot of Kickstarter games at uh, at the game night, and so many of them end up being um, sloppy. I guess is the mm-hmm. is the nice word for it. Yeah. Um, 
but Burgle Bros just so many of them feel like everything works with yeah, that. Yeah, so many of them feel like systems were added to counter something else yeah. that don't necessarily jive with the original design. Mm-hmm. And that's like that Back to the Future game I talked about probably like six months ago or whatever, where it was kind of like you could tell certain elements of that were okay, well, people were just beating the game too easily by doing this. So we need to add a condition that you have to do this before you can do that. And it's like adding that thing makes no logical sense. And it's like, it's only here. Like, like it becomes trans, you know, too transparent that this is only here as a roadblock because of this, right. Instead of refining the design and, or giving you a decent reason for that to exist in yeah. the game. And this game doesn't have any of that. You know, those checks and balances all way out in the way they're supposed yeah. to. Or they like came up with a really good idea and then realized halfway through making the game that it's broken. The idea itself is flawed, so they mm-hmm. have to cram something in just because they have to get a game out or they have to finish the game or whatever. There's another one if I can rehijack your mm-hmm. your of course your corner. Yeah. Uh, and I may have mentioned it at some point, but uh, five year mission the Star Trek card game. It's really good. It's real like it's a really well balanced co-op game. But I'm just I'm interested. <laughs> your eyes like went <laughs> It's the one that I picked up at um Oh right, right, right. I picked up in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if we played it, but I will bring it to Atlanta this time. That's the we'll... Southern Fried Game Room Expo. Which we will be attending shortly. Whoa. Yeah. From <laughs> June eighth to tenth, uh mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia, the United States of America. <laughs> mm-hmm. At the uh, Renaissance, Marriott Renaissance Waverly I feel Galleria. like you stepped out to like Fulton County and then, you know, mm-hmm. before yeah. you go straight to the Southern District. Earth, <laughs> soul system. Yeah. Just I, in case you're from out of town. Yeah. You know, like, I, well, I don't know. I, I would have had to say what actual fucking Atlanta township Fulton, that place Fulton, is. Fulton County. Oh, I know. Oh, but it's yeah, like, it's, it's uh, in like Marietta. Yeah. It's, it's Peachtree City. I don't know which one. Frank's. Section it's of Atlanta. Frank's section, yes. <laughs> Who knows? I I know nothing about Atlanta geography except uh, there's a varsity there. Um, there's a few. Eight. <laughs> are there eight varsities? At Atlanta? least within the general vicinity Jesus. of where we are. Yeah. Ask me how. Well, I there's know. really only one. <laughs> yeah, there's only mm-hmm. or two. I mean, the one in Athens counts. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek Five Year Mission. It's a it's a co-op co-op uh, card game. Wait. Quop? No, it's not a yeah, co-op it, card game. Yeah, I think you, you awkwardly pilot the ship using four <laughs> buttons. Uh, <laughs> almost. I mean, you do awkwardly, you know, make your way around the galaxy with, you know, four or five players. But um, that one's a really, really, really well-balanced co-op game, and you should play that as well. I like games. Yeah. Okay, I'm done burgling your corner. No, it's fine. But yeah, uh, Tim Fowers is the designer and I guess like kind of like the self-publisher for um, for Burgle Bros. And he also did like Walkstar and uh, Paperback, which Walkstar is one I want to play a Walk lot. Where it's basically a, co- a cooperative game where you run a Chinese restaurant. A walk. A walk. Yeah. Okay. Walk. Well, see, we <laughs> okay. were talking about Quap a second ago. Yeah, I was okay, like, no, you're like four-player game to make a person walk. Yeah. Nope. Okay. So, now you W-O-K. bend the knee. Okay. W-O-K. Okay. Star. Got it. That sounds like a game that I would really like to play. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Board games are cool. Play more board games. They are. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of things... International are... Game of Day... Sorry. International <laughs> Game of Day is coming up. The ah, sick killer. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> International Day of Game is... is uh, Tabletop Day is coming up. I think it's the 
like the 28th of April. So Is it? All right. Celebrate some games. I will try to. Hey, uh, speaking of things that are really well designed. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I played, that seg? Yeah. This was, was, <laughs> seg Busters. It was back there somewhere. Right? <laughs> uh-huh. I, played, I played some more Super Mario Odyssey. Okay. Um, yeah. You enjoying throwing your hat? Yeah. Like, okay, so... Here's the weird thing. Like when you when you step away from uh, games in general, and it's especially, and I'm I'm not single singling this out in a bad way, but when you you step away from especially Japanese design games, they're really fucking weird. Like when you when you think about Mario, like even back to original. I mean, not I'm talking about Mario Brothers, but like original Super Mario. That's some weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you know, you you kind of have to like divorce your brain from what's actually happening. But man, Super Mario Odyssey is just so spectacularly designed. Like that's that's the thing. It, it's one of these things I have to I have to rediscover periodically about Nintendo games. It's like, yeah, they're not bleeding edge, you know, to to everything else. They're they're generally kind of behind the times. I will say I think the Switch is their most current feeling thing in a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the Wii was woefully out of date the wii u is like two wii strapped together with a weird you know handheld thing you know like four game cubes yeah. please <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm just saying like four game cubes and an ipad or kindle fire I mean, yeah i mean don't, don't get me wrong i think the wii u looked considerably better than the wii did but you know yeah. it's it's just like they've they've their thing is just like yeah we know we're not up to date with everything mm-hmm. the switch feels like the closest to it i mean it, it looks real good on a on a yeah tv you yeah. know and uh, by comparison um but man, like what what they lack in like their cutting edge hardware, like they really just make up for in game design. And I'm you know I'm not the hugest Nintendo fan throughout time. I mean, I was a Sega person growing up, and mm-hmm. Nintendo's were the thing I went and played at other people's houses. Um, you know, so it's like, but still, just like the the tightness and and the the quality of their level design in like Mario Odyssey is just really fantastic. Like it, it's just. I don't have any specific thought about anything that I've done. You know, like I, I just think that the level designs are, are really, really good. Um, you know, they kind of, this one, you know, with the 3d Mario's, they kind of like, you know, you open it up for some exploration kind of bit. So like this open world, like ah, I'm going to go look for hidden stars, you know, that just might be buried or maybe there's a little puzzle. You do talk to somebody and do this and then you unlock another one. And, you know, and it's, it's the kind of thing like, you're never wanting for stars, you know, unless you're just like, I'm trying to speed run this, mm-hmm. you know, like your moons, so not, not stars, moons. Um, but so, you know, you could just kind of like slow down and be like, yeah, I'm going to go check out over here. I've, I never really walked over there and there'd be a whole new little thing to do. And like, there's a little hidden puzzle thing that unlock another moon. And it's just, it's pleasant and fun. I mean, I've, I've heard that it gets hard at some point, like, especially like, I think there's like a lava level, you know, the traditional kind of lava level mm-hmm. thing that gets a little difficult, but I'm just enjoying it. Like it's, it's pleasant and fun. There's nothing wrong with that. There, there really isn't, but no. yeah, it, it's weird as shit when you think about it from like, from a yeah. realistic standpoint, especially when you get to new donk city and it's like, here's mostly <laughs> realistic people walking around and your tiny ass Mario throwing your hat <laughs> mm-hmm. and taking over shit. It's like, <laughs> It's real fucked up when you think about what's actually happening, but you can't. You just have to go with the flow. That's that's the thing, and I, I don't know. I, I mean, find it interesting that it's basically your two games this month are Far Cry Five, which is like grimmest of the grim nihilistic shit, mm-hmm. and 
Super Mario Odyssey, which is like the bluest of skies, happiness and love. It really is. Yeah. I mean, like even the bad guys are just like, I don't know. We're just kind of doing what Bowser tells us. And even Bowser's like, I don't know. I just, I, I dig this lady. You know, like, I mean, everyone's just like motivations. Like, I don't know. I just are, dig this lady. Like are kind of innocent, you know, like yeah. there's nothing sinister about any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, just, man. got to do what Bowser I, does, you know, man. I'm just going to yeah. steal your girl. You know, Bowser that's what I do. Bows. Yeah. I'm just a turtle, man. Get off my back. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just. It's it's just pleasant and fun. I mean, I I still haven't spent a ton of time with it, but I like I, I think it was back on like Mario Day. I was like, oh yeah, I have that game. I should fire mm-hmm. this shit up, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Yeah. it's fun. March March tenth, by the way, if you don't want Mario yeah. Day. Oh, I know. Yeah, oh, I, I figure I, we I all know. I was just sharing for oh, yeah. the audience. Yeah, like Hell, Google Maps added uh, Mario Kart sounds. Yeah, the, to them themselves on March tenth. The electric billboards around town had Happy Mario Day on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? Like who sponsored mm-hmm. that? <laughs> Mario. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. Well, look at the age of people. I mean, the people in charge of that shit now are the people that grew up with Mario. And yeah, I know. I mean, let's face it, Nintendo fans are uh, our age. Uh, I'm just saying they're, they're, they're a little dying, uh, <laughs> obsessive, obsessive. Yeah. Like oh, uh, I get. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. trying to think of a nice way of saying it, but like they're they're a little in their own space. Yeah. People that are like way into Nintendo. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, talking about obsession and jumping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Crackdown came to backwards compatibility. Yeah, it did. And I played a lot of Crackdown. Just now or in the day? N- both. Okay, all right. Both. Uh, turns out I was at 497 out of 500 orbs. Oh, shit. Oh, damn it. I am currently at 499 out oh, of 500 what? orbs. <laughs> Pain. Got to get it. You are so I close to being the orb lord. Do not know where that fucking orb is, and all the maps on the internet suck. <laughs> it's also really almost impossible to like follow any of those maps because of a how the city is constructed, and b you have no idea where yeah where you've already been yeah. yeah yeah and the verticality of it. So I basically I just have the map in front of me. And I have a Sharpie and I just put a dot over each one that I've like, if I'm there, I'm like, I don't see it anywhere and I don't hear it. Dot, dot. That's. And and there was, a, a, I was at first I started just doing it systematically. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go through this city block and I'm going to figure it out. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to bounce around this fucking world. Cause why not? It's mm-hmm. been so long. There's still really good stuff about that, but Holy fuck. The design is stuck in 2007 for all the menus and everything. And it's, and it's basically just like, like, it's just weird stuff. Like you can't fast travel. You have to kill yourself and then regenerate at a different point on the map, like, like a different one of the, the supply points or whatever. Uh So there's just some weird shit like that. And also like the design of some of those buildings I had forgotten looks like a ledge you can grab, (laughs) but it's not. (laughs) And so, they, so some of those buildings just become this exercise in, I know it's up there. How the fuck do I get there? <laughs> and that and that game did not have any uh, aerial vehicles. I know, I, I'm pretty sure in Crackdown 2, there were helicopters that you well, could fly. Plus the rocket boots. Yeah, and the rocket boots, of course. But, you know, there's so many areas of that where you're just like, I don't know how to jump up here. But because they did cell-shaded style, that game still looks pretty good. Like, I was... I was 
really pleasantly surprised at how good it looked. Is that one of those ones that got the X enhancements? You know, an older one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, granted, like, there's a lot of ground textures that are like, oh, yeah, that's a fucking ground texture. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you even look at the ground when you can jump into the sky? Sometimes you just got to look down. Well, dude. you got to look at where you're going to land first. Yeah. Nope. Just go. You got to check the cracks that are down. Keep your feet <laughs> yeah. on the ground and you're reaching for you're, the stars. Yeah, or your feet, feet on the ground. Feet on the air. And then ground. Uh-huh. Yeah. Crackdown. Where is my crackdown? <laughs> I just, there's certain stuff that's just still hilarious <laughs> about that game, like just jumping in the air and then, you know, holding B. So he does this shoot down to the ground and slam. Mm-hmm. And all the people standing around just go flying in this shockwave yes. away. Or just like running by some lady. And, and for some reason, like some of the barks in that game are so dumb. Like there's one lady who's just like, this is fucked up. <laughs> every time you run by her. Every time. Well, she ain't wrong. She ain't wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I am a giant man with a giant rocket launcher who just jumped by you 45 feet in the air, but still. Yeah. But it's it's very much it's it's just weird that once you clear that game out, there is nothing else in it. You know, I mean, there's the city where there's cars driving around and stuff, but it's really all you're doing is trying to find it's trying to listen for the sound of that fucking orb about where it is somewhere in that level. And I'm glad like games that have collectibles like that just have trackers and all that, but or maps you can purchase. Yeah. 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 Just trackers and maps and whatever. Cause like this, the sequel added, I believe he held up on the arrow on the uh, D pad, it would ping your areas and it would show you everything there. And what I wouldn't give for that just, and, and it's like, it's, it's become just a white whale thing now where it's like, man, my first achievement in this game was 10 years ago. Actually, no, 11 years ago now, because that was 2007. And it's like, I just want this achievement to show up 11 years later, just so I can be like, <laughs> it took me 11 years to find all 500 of these things. Somebody from Microsoft is going to call you yeah. and be like, yeah. uh, Mr. Mackey, we noticed you got that last orb. Yeah. Um, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, coma? <laughs> greeting Starfighter. Yeah. You've been yeah. recruited. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then you go to space. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> Give it to me. Fuck this. I'm going to go find all Yeah. Orbs. So many aliens have died in the last 11 years waiting for yeah. you to <laughs> find but this last goddamn. I will say like there was a nostalgia to going back in there, mm-hmm. but there's also like a, a feeling of, yeah, I think we oversell crackdown when we talk about it lovingly mm-hmm. because it's, it's Okay but it's just so many open world games have come since then that yeah. have done everything better. You know, Saints Row 4 probably being the prime example of, hey, this is Crackdown, but better. There you were know? a lot of orbs in that game. Yeah, even though even though Saints Row 4 wasn't Saints Row 3, you know, it, it was not as good a game, but it was very much like, here, you're a superhero doing crazy shit. So, mm-hmm. damn straight you were. Yeah. yeah. Flying so- through the level in Saints Row 4 and having everything, like, tumble behind you was a amazing and b probably melted half of the remaining xbox 360s on the planet but probably that was what i was thinking about when when i when you started talking about running by that lady Mm -hmm. because i i tend to get that crackdown and the saints row Mm four superpowers mixed up yeah do we think Crackdown 3 is ever coming out? Yes. It'll be out this year. Is it? Will it? You it, think? Yes. Okay. It'll be out. I don't think it's going to be anything special. All right. No. I mean, they just, they won't show any of it. 
Like, like I wasn't the tease basically Terry Crews yelling at you about Crackdown and how awesome it's going to be. Yep. And like no footage or anything of it. What, what What is it with this year and people underselling Terry Crews? Like, you know, he's in Deadpool too. Like, and all of the yeah. trailers are just like, hey, he's back there. Don't, he's not going to get any yeah. lines or anything. I think he's not in it much. I, I don't know. Just yeah, like, know. you know, this, it's weird. It's yeah. Terry Crews. Like he's in, he's in shit. Yeah. He's I, awesome. He's in shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. So anyway, moving on. Okay. Mobile corner. Oh, we're, we're, we're nearing the end here. Mobile corner. Mobile corner. Mobile corner. Uh, just a quick check in on Pokemon Go because they've added a whole bunch of systems to it. <laughs> oh, you're the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. System. I still see people like as I'm driving oh, yeah. by on my way to work because there are a lot of popular Pokemoning areas. Mm-hmm. People are still fucking playing Pokemon. Yeah. The people are playing it are hardcore. I was sitting in the park eating lunch uh, last week sometime. And I could just sense them mm-hmm. as they walked by. I was like, those are fucking po- crazy Pokemon people. Well, sometimes you can catch their scent. And <laughs> Just curious, is Ingress still running? Do you know? Yes, it, it is, is still running. And people are still doing it. So they didn't mm-hmm. like migrate over to Pokemon. They just kind of stuck with Ingress. Um, I don't know what the, what the ratio is of people yeah. who like went to Pokemon and then went back to Ingress or abandoned Ingress altogether. Um, I know I bounced and bounced into Pokemon and bounced mm-hmm. off the hole yeah. walking around with your phone uh, trying to melt itself because you're playing this really resource-intensive yep. game uh, thing altogether. But I don't have anything that would even come close to a, a number for you. Okay, yeah. It's just it's funny to me because so many of the Pokestops were based on Ingress points mm-hmm. and so many of them no longer exist. <laughs> like, there's a Captain's Club lighthouse near my house that is now a dirt lot. Like, yep. the building no longer exists. There are so many strip mall churches that were, you know, because <laughs> apparently in Ingress, all you had to do was submit a church, and it, you would get a a point for it or yeah. whatever. And so all these strip mall churches that are long gone are all Pokestops. Yeah, churches were an easy approval. Yeah. So anything church, you know, just if it mm-hmm. even remotely looked like a church thing, you just what about take church, a picture churches of it. fried chickens? <laughs> uh, I think people tried that, but yeah. I don't. I don't think I don't think there were great success rates. Yeah. Even shit like for a while, it was like the Wild West, and yeah. you could almost get anything approved. But um, yeah, they cracked down and they made it just statues, murals, and churches basically, and yeah. fountains. Yep. But yeah, but they uh, they're up to the third gen stuff in there, and they. Just recently, well, April Fool's Day, they added a patch that added uh, that made everything 8-bit graphics. So, like, when you looked at your Pokédex, it was all the, you know, the images from the Game Boy version, mm-hmm. which was kind of fun, but also kind of a pain in the ass, because then you couldn't tell what anything was right. without looking at the name. Um, but they added quests, basically, you know, an RPG-style stuff where it's, all right, visit, you know, you... The three that you have in your queue right now are visit three Pokestops, you know, catch five Pidgeys and, you know, something like win a raid battle would be the three things that they that would be. And then once you it's get like one, daily challenges. Yeah. Well, kind of. But you get a stamp once you complete a day and once you get seven stamps and they don't have to be consecutive days. So you could take a week off, come back and get a second stamp. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I like any game that does not reset your progress if you miss a day because fuck games that do that especially once you get up in the high numbers you know like then it just becomes stressful because it becomes a job 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So any of them that just let you, but yeah, you get a stamp, and then by the time you get to the seventh stamp, you can recruit a legendary Pokemon. Basically, is what it unlocks. So you just get it for free. No, you have to. You still have to catch it. Okay. But like they don't, they only show up in raid battles that like were just you know the ones where you needed ten people in your team and they needed to be actually kind of powerful, and mm-hmm. then there was still the chance you weren't going to catch it anyway. So yeah. yeah. So they've added those. So it's nice to be able to finally catch some of those because I think they realized people like weren't grouping up and doing 10 people doing a legendary raid anymore because every day they're all over the place. So it was a matter of like, unless I went on Reddit and joined a group, which I don't really feel like doing because anyone that plays Pokemon that much, I don't want to associate with unless they are my wife who plays it more than I do. So I think all communities have a toxicity point and, um, Games like Ingress and Pokemon highlight the ability yeah. of of communities to rocket towards that. Yeah, I will say that because like when I did do the raid battle, like when they first introduced them to the game, like whatever it was a year and a half ago, and like I found a group by the college near my house, you know, because we we went out, we went out, we drove around, and then we saw all these people standing under this one tree, and we're like, oh yeah, they're fucking Pokemon, and you know, I came up to them, and like half of them were bitching, oh it crashed again, I got to submit another ticket. You know, all that. And I'm like, Jeff Bridges. (laughs) (laughs) He spends a lot on Pokeballs. Let me tell you. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you know, they're just people that would be bitching. He's like, ticket number 185. God damn it. Fucking not. You can't do anything right. You know, so you'd have all those people. And, and, And that was like the half of it was, you know, half the people going, congratulating their one friend who actually caught the legendary thing after the battle. And then the rest of them going, well, it crashed on me. Fuck them. You know, so. So, yeah, like you said, it reaches a toxicity point. You're just like, eh. But, yeah, at least they added that legendary stuff, so there's a chance of getting it now where there wasn't before. Well, that's so, good. Yeah. And, I'm and glad it's, it's still being developed. I mean. Yeah, you know. and it's nice of them adding stuff that, you know, it really honestly kind of should have been there a long time ago. You know, just these types of daily quests. And then there's a long-term one that, you know, is like really long-term goals that I don't know what it leads to. I guess it leads to recruiting Mew, which is a big deal. Because I guess Mew is the one from the movie or whatever. So, yes. Yeah. Well, Mew too. Yeah. They only said Mew. They only mentioned Mew. So I guess the end of this, you know, multi-part quest thing. But at least they've got that stuff in it. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, different things to do. Well, Mew too was a... Never mind. <laughs> he was growing in a lab. He was a special version of it. Oh. Yeah. Singular. Mm. Even though he's Mewtwo. Right. Well, cloned off of the other one, but like special one-off thing. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super, super powerful. Yeah. And you could catch him all. Mm-hmm. But if there's only one of them, how would everyone catch them all? Okay. <laughs> all right. So, email us. Yeah. I mean, there's the story in the cartoon, and then there's like the practicality of games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Emails. Correspondence, etc. Mm-hmm. Correspondence corner. We got some. Uh, first one up, Adderblack39 on Twitter asks us, Hey guys, hey, do you think watching a video game is detrimental to gaming in terms of sales, enjoyment, etc.? Yes. No. Yeah, can be. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have taken up all the <laughs> you just ran the spectrum. I have to break the break the break the tie. Break uh, the tie sh- shrug emoji. That's the only thing that's left. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's put it this way. Like for me, so many games are about interacting with the systems like Dark Souls. I could watch someone play through Dark Souls. That's not anywhere near the same as playing through Dark Souls. 
you know, watching someone run through Far Cry is generally going to be like, all right, yeah, that, that stuff looks cool. I could do that, you know, and watching that's going to be fun because there's going to be that weird random shit that happens to all of us, but might never happen to any of us. Right. That, all right, watching this guy do that, that was really cool. He lit this thing on fire and then a bear ran through it and then the bear tackled the guy I was trying to kill and, you know, that was crazy. And, you know, and then there's stuff like Monster Hunter where watching videos of Monster Hunter, that game looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Like watching people play, I was like, man, this game's going to be fucking cool. And then I played Monster Hunter and it sucked. <laughs> so I kind of wish I had stayed to just watching videos of Monster Hunter. But, you know, watching something like a Telltale game. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That, that That's where it gets iffy for me. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, those, those are the kind of things like I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to stream a Telltale game because like, I don't know. That, that's like going on YouTube. And All right. Re- take two. No, I, I mean, that's like, that's, that feels like going on YouTube and reading a book, mm-hmm. you know, like that's like, you're just, you're literally giving the content away for free. Cause that's all there is, is like watching it and barely interacting with it. Yeah. But telltale adopted that, um, that Jackbox thing where you can all get on your phones and vote for the dialogue choices. So they, they want you to stream it. At I, this I, point. I know, but you and know, I mean, you can, you can, you can have a different experience every time playing a Telltale game, even though they end up the same way. Mm-hmm. Each chapter is going to go a different route based on what choices sure. you're making. And, and I think that could be interesting to stream. The reason I said can be to answer the question is that I think, I think story-based stuff absolutely can be ruined by watching a stream. You could see it mm-hmm. and go, all right, well, I've seen what I need to see. I don't need to play that game. Uh, the, the only like current... I watch a lot of old streaming stuff, but like the only the only time I ever watched something pre-release whenever there was a rock band coming out because I had to consume. Yeah, just what are the minute changes of the the interface? How does this you know, what's that going to look like? And so like the one guy who would get, you know, a copy of rock band early mm-hmm. and just I'm going to play drums all day and stream it. I would have to watch that guy literally all day just to get, a you know, because I was so amped about rock band that didn't ruin rock band for me at all. So. Yeah, for me, it's rare that a game, watching a game being played changes my purchasing decision or not. Yeah. You know, it's, but I also don't watch, you know, walking simulators or any of that, which, which those I feel probably suffer the most from people streaming them because those are basically designed to be telling you a linear story for the most part Mm -hmm. and going through it in the way that a streamer would go through it is going to kind of give you the content that you would get playing it yourself. Yeah. So that stuff kind of, you know, I see why a lot of people don't want that to happen, you know, especially the ones that make (laughs) those games. Yeah. But I mean, the persona people went kind of hardcore on do not stream past this point. Well, they wouldn't even let you take screenshots of stuff. And people were really frustrated with that. Yeah. You know, so people with capture cards, of course, got around it, but it's just, you know, I mean, it's look, you can prevent yourself from, from watching a stream. It's real easy. So yeah, if if you think that you're watching a lot of streams and and, and not buying a lot of games, that's on you. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can not do that mm-hmm. and just go buy games. Is it hurting games? Maybe. Probably are, not. are there things that are hurting games worse? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I was gonna say, are we worried about hurting games when GTA Five is now the most profitable entertainment thing right. in history? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and pay attention to the wording on that. The most prop. The most profitable entertainment 
anything. Yes. Music, movie, anything. The most popular mm-hmm. single piece of entertainment media in the entire history of yeah. I mean, unless the you universe. Count perhaps the Bible. <laughs> There's no nope. single uh, publisher. Well, well you know, I'm profitable, you may be. Yeah, you may no, no, be right. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. religious texts. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever yeah, you consider okay. them. I mean, because. It's- well, there's source. been like it's... 85 versions of the Bible. I know, so. and not one publisher owns it. I mean, there's lots of things, but yeah. yes. I mean, yeah. over the course of, throughout time. Yeah. But, it, but yes, of, of a of a singular published thing, yes, it is the most pop- profitable thing yeah. of all time. I'm, I'm, of, I'm of a couple minds on a couple things that we, we've touched on. One, uh, I feel like the games industry itself is is to blame for them not making enough money because there's obviously a lot of money in the video game marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, video game developers are costing themselves a lot of money by doing a lot of dumb shit that we don't need to do in games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then poor mouthing at the, oh, I only we only made $700 million. It cost... Five hundred million dollars to develop. Yeah, we're or, so or sad. We, pro- we projected this, like the right. like yeah. the failure of Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's yeah. like, yeah. oh yeah, no, you made money. Yeah, you just didn't you. make what you said to the board yeah. you were going to make. Yeah, you well, made just up like a, a random ass number. You didn't hit it, and therefore you decried that you lost a bunch of money. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you set an unreasonable expectation for your game. Well, it didn't hit it because it was unreachable, and you blew it. <laughs> Battlefront two. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 they oh man we were expecting to sell 9 billion copies we only sold 7 mm-hmm. fuck yeah. 7 billion sorry yeah. but um, or 7 mm-hmm. <laughs> no they, they they sold enough copies yeah, and sure. then and then people wanted to fling them directly into the eyes of mm-hmm. everyone at EA mm-hmm. but um, on the streaming thing I think it's really uh, a consumer positive uh, streaming or or just watching games in general like watching Let's Plays mm-hmm. uh, for one people are exposed to a lot more games that they may not be able to be exposed to otherwise because, you know, some people don't have money. Some people have $60 a year to spend on a game and they they have to decide, you know, am I going to buy this one at release? Am I going to buy, you know, four or five games throughout the year at $15 a piece? Mm-hmm. Uh, and being able to uh, observe that content without having to put forth the uh, the investment ahead of time like you know you don't you don't have to just go in blind you can go like you know maybe your favorite streamer is playing that game this week you can go watch and see what it's all about or maybe your favorite let's player or you know your favorite uh video game website like giant bomb or you know waypoint or something they they'll do a let's play and you get to go watch that you get to decide better how to spend your money like i didn't know i wanted horizon zero dawn as badly as i did until i watched somebody stream it like i watched three or four hours of content and i was like fuck yeah that's my fucking jam i gotta get that game um but i mean the it's weird because it 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 sort of course corrected something that the industry itself has screwed up in that they don't provide demos there's, right. there's, there's like most games don't have a demo anymore mm-hmm. and it's this used car mentality of like you you bought it it's yours you can't get rid of it like you might right. cons- you can resell a physical disc and you know recoup most of, most of your money, your money yeah. back but like if you buy digital you're fucked like not, yeah, everyone was amped over no man's sky if we'd all just settled the fuck down and realized let's wait for this to come out it could be a shit show mm-hmm. no no offense i know you like it but yeah. you know what i'm saying like you know for most people if like just that's the weirdest thing. There's like this this mentality of like I have to pre-buy a digital copy. Like why? Like 
So I we mean, played at midnight. Well, no, because like I mean, then, then there's this dumb shit of like, oh well, bonuses. Well, fuck you. Like just <laughs> like yeah. you know, you have me. I can't return the game if I'm buying digital. I should get all the bonuses. Period. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. in. Like I, I can't return the game. You know, like you know, the only the only thing you can do is on Steam. You can you can get a refund yes, after a couple hours, absolutely. which is thank God because, like you said, nobody does nobody does a demo anymore. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. So I mean, it, to me, I feel like streamers have sort of course corrected that. It's the new demo. Like just go watch somebody play it. Yeah. And and unfortunately, like Monster Hunter, you don't know that you're not going to like actually playing the mechanics of the game. Yeah. So and you're, you're still going to get burned. Yeah. Games are games. Yeah. Like they're not videos. They're games. Like there's an interaction video that has to happen. Games. Yeah, and and when the interaction happens is when you know whether you like a game or not. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I could certainly tell you. I'm watching videos of Monster Hunter. I was like, yeah, sign me the fuck up for everything this I, game's doing. I think you said something like, "This is like, this is what I'll be playing all year." Or I like, really yeah, thought yeah, I yeah, would, yeah. and I I bounced off it hard once I was actually playing it. I, I'll admit, I like. I will occasionally watch a video for something I have absolutely no interest in, just to either confirm or whatever mm-hmm. and monster the reason i wanted monster hunter was because one everyone was fucking talking about it so i was like okay i better see what this is so at least i know what i'm not interested in get your finger on the pulse yeah and then i i watched some gameplay of it and i was like i would try that that looks mm-hmm. all right but you know it's just the problem is that that game at the start is just impenetrable you can't you can't yeah. get to the fun and I was just like, I don't want to do any of this. Like, well, and I mean, actually, maybe that part's fun. I and just... the and the doing the fight stuff isn't fun. Okay, it be, it quickly becomes just repetitive, yeah. repetitive, repetitive. Yeah. Well, I was watching um, one of my favorite streamers play Nino Kuni two, mm-hmm. and you know I'm sitting there working on some stuff, eating dinner. I'm like, oh, this game looks really fucking cool. This looks like a lot of fun. Like, it's really cute. It's a, you know, action RPG type of thing. I might have to go buy this game. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to keep watching and finish dinner or whatever. She moved on to a new mechanic, not necessarily mechanic, almost like a new. They introduced a whole new part of the game, not like part of the area, but a whole new. I don't know what features feature, I guess. Yeah, it's a whole new mode, 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 uh, called skirmish and that is just d- d- dumb garbage and I, I was like oh my god thank thank god i stuck around <laughs> is for that another. the recruitment based defender stuff um you have two like groups of things and you sort of run around and instead of it being like an action rpg yeah you now have a bunch of units that you need to command and yeah. you have to go through this whole battle thing to take over territory mm-hmm. and it's like Oh, like when Brutal Legend suddenly becomes a, a, a tower, tower defense, defense game. Right. It's yeah. like, yeah. what the fuck is this? It's exactly yeah. that yeah. kind of thing. Stop and, that. Yeah. and I was like, oh, man, thank God I watched this because now this game can fuck off forever. Right. And I don't have to worry about buying it. I don't have to spend $60 I, to play it now while the zeitgeist is strong. Yeah. Just mentioning Brutal Legend, I would love to see the statistics on how many people quit. When it became a tower defense exactly game. the point I quit, which is like you get the wings and you fly up over the battlefield and then you're just like, wait, what am I doing? Yeah. And then you die. I was and hacking it's like, and slashing and what the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's I think it's generally a net positive um, mm-hmm. being able to watch people play games um, or to watch video games. Uh, well, and I, you, you look at what the majority of people stream nowadays and it's the three biggest games that are going, which is Fortnite, Overwatch, and PUBG. Yeah. So it was definitely good for uh, PUBG and absolutely and Fortnite. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I th- I think overall streaming helps boost a game's sales or at least interest in a game, even to the point of just merchandising or stuff like that. People could get into that kind of stuff. Awareness. Is it is it good for a two-hour linear indie game? Probably not. But, you know. I mean, if you don't have the if you don't have the resources to to play that game yourself, it's good for you. Yeah. You know, uh, game industry as a whole kind of is in a place where they need to smarten the fuck up. So they're always at that, that uh, point. Yeah. Yeah. And you always think they're about to, and then they do something stupid, oh, they won't. No. you know, cause now they're all chasing the battle royale thing. And that's going to, that's going to hurt a lot of companies the same way chasing call of duty did. And yep. that none of them are going to hit chasing. Wild was yeah. even, even worse. Cause then you had to make a huge game. Yeah. So can, can I ask one old man, not, directly related question just sure. something i've been thinking about absolutely you can this All is right. our show so like i i quite honestly I, I don't understand the streaming thing okay like i mean just by and large i don't understand the watching someone else play a game mm-hmm. i i i i get it as far as like okay if that's for you like for i'm just saying for me uh, 10 minutes of a quick look and i've made the decision do i want to play this or not you yeah. usually speak. it is not your thing it's not my thing you know like I, I will. I will go watch a quick look to say like, what does this actually look like? Does it look like something I want to play? Okay, I'm done with it. I don't want to keep watching you play it. I'd rather play it myself. I had this thought. It, everyone in this room besides me has siblings, correct? No, no. I no. thought you did. I do not. Okay, I do. So were they also game players? No, no. Just you were sole game player. I I was just wondering if like if if it's like the big brother mentality. Like, are, are, do we have a bunch of people that are like? They spent more time watching someone else play games than because I never did. You know, like I, 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 I feel like it's pos- pos- partially selfish. Like I'm like, why would I watch you play a game? I want to play the game. I found myself watching streams at work, okay, almost exclusively. I'd never watched anything at home because yeah. if I'm at home, I can play a game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play that game. Uh, if I'm at work, like I watched an entire Dark Souls one playthrough as I was playing it because I was like. I was so into that game mm-hmm. that I wanted to consume more of it, even when I was at work. And so I'd have this one guy's stream running in the background, yeah. you know, and it was actually a YouTube, like back before Twitch was really a thing. It was more like, okay, here's his, his section of videos yeah. and I would watch those. And it was more just, I can't play the game now. So this is the next best thing. Yeah. And I, I guess I get it. It's just like, if, if it's been a while since I've had that, you know, obsession with a game level that mm-hmm. if I were to do that at the work, it would just infuriate me because I'd be like, fuck, I'm, it would, it would just like the ennui would crush me at work of like, I'm at work and I can't be doing this myself. Yeah. It, it would actually feel worse to watch somebody do it. Whereas like, mm-hmm. if I just like, I'm at work, you know, be my other self that doesn't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. It's about entertainment for me. Okay. Um, I, I watch streamers and I think I've mentioned this a few times, but I watch them for, um, for personality and then a game that I'm interested in is kind of secondary. Like, like the way that the way that Twitch likes to categorize things either by popular, mm-hmm. which is all the shouty like a million things on the screen at once and chat going a million miles an hour, or by game, mm-hmm. like is the complete opposite in both ways of how I want to watch a streamer. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, I almost watch it like a like a television show. So, like, somebody starts streaming, I go, oh, hey, I like this person. I'm going to watch them play this game. Okay. Or, like, with the RP stream, it is almost like tuning in to watch Cops every night mm-hmm. before I go to bed because uh, Kay starts streaming late. So I, I pop in and watch an episode of weird, fucked-up world Cops. 
or two or three. Um, you know, for me, when I when I sit down to play a game, it's a like I get into it and it's a, a, it's a commitment. I'm usually committing a large block of time to playing games. I don't play like 45 minutes at a time. I get in and do it for four hours or five hours or something. Um, but, you know, watching a watching a streamer play a game, I can I don't feel bad about getting up and walking and going into the kitchen and do something or doing chores or something while it's sort of on in the background like a TV show. So yeah. that's how I consume that, uh, except for YouTube Let's Plays, which are like, and every once in a while I want to catch somebody like, here's my highlights of some fun shit that I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I watch oh. that stuff at work a lot. And I like the ones with narrators where people actually talk. I can't stand the ones where it's just... Yeah, completely silent. I'm just playing the game. Yeah, like that's that stuff does nothing for me whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was just gonna say that like it's all personality driven for me as well. Basically, I just watch people that I would want to hang out with. Yeah. So it it's it, it would be like okay if you guys are all in the living room playing a game, I would be totally cool just sitting there hanging out. I'm not gonna watch every second of everything, but I'm aware, you know, orally and and. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and visually, a u r. Yes, you mean orally. Orally, orally. Yes, I'm eerily aware, aware of your oral fixation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just you know I'm I'm interested in, in in people that I would want to be hanging out with. I, I guess that's part of my problem too. Is like I the barrier to entry to finding somebody. I don't even know how you would find someone that you would mesh with. Yeah, I, I, is it just you just literally go flip channels and like, oh, this looks interesting, and then and you give them a few minutes and be like, nah, I don't like them. I never have yes. luck doing that though. Like, I get on Twitch and it's just like, nah, and then yeah, no. I, I, I never know what to sort by. I mean, which which generally leads me to like, well, what's what what are most people watching? And then yeah, you get the you okay know, s- screen chat scrolling by yeah. at warp speed thing, you know. So with a thousand faces, I don't recognize. Here are a couple, maybe a couple pro tips. I don't know. Okay. Uh, for one, like. Pay attention to who your friends are watching. Okay. Um, you know, because you, you tend to birds of a feather and all, all that. Ace attorney of aviary blocks. <laughs> um, yes. mm-hmm. For two, if right. you are going to watch a quote-unquote popular streamer, just, just minimize that chat panel. Just click that little button that pushes it away. Especially if it's somebody who you, you know, seem to like. Chat is so tertiary to the experience. You really should just be there for the streamer. Unless you are watching a smaller streamer and then the community can be fun because you can find, like, uh, a lot of the streamers that I watch are are smaller streamers. So they'll have between 15 and 30 viewers at one time. Yeah. And the chat is a lot slower. It's a lot calmer. It's a lot more like, hey, let's have a little chit-chat with each other mm-hmm. while we while we you know, while we watch this happen or let's four or five of us discuss what just happened. Um, and you can kind of also chat to the streamer as well. And, you know, without having to feel like you're trying to get fucking Kirk Hammett's attention at a Metallica mm-hmm. concert. Um, yeah, I know who yeah. a Metallica is. <laughs> you have to show your tits. Is that Mr. Right. Metallica? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It's Frank Metallica. <laughs> Frank Metallica and... <laughs> And Kurt, they kicked him out early on. (laughs) It was real travesty. What about Lemmy from Metallica? (laughs) Yes, Kurt Cobain from Metallica. Yeah, everyone, Mm. he's good. Um, But 
I would say definitely also watch smaller streamers just because they're they're more accessible. And if you just have no idea where to where to go in general, look for a game that you're interested in and and yeah. pick somebody in the not in the top the mid tier. You know, yeah, somebody in the mid tier and it really for me takes like 90 seconds of listening to somebody yeah. how they act and how they talk. Uh, yeah. Before I can, before I make the decision whether I'm going to stick around or not. If you don't like them, move on. Maybe I'll, yep. give, maybe I'll give it a try again. Yeah. I didn't. Just doing it wrong. Probably. I, I just yeah. feel like everyone talks about like, oh, these things I watch on YouTube. I'm like, how the fuck did you even find that? Like, like I just don't even understand how like what the discovery on internet content is. As garbage as YouTube's like algorithm has been for some things. For me, watching video game content, it's been pretty pretty good. Okay. It, it also, if you find somebody that you like and they play games with somebody fairly often, like I watched uh, Jack Frags and he plays with a few guys that are funny and interesting. So I ended up subscribing to their channels and you know finding a bunch of other people that I like to watch do game stuff. All right. All right. Ask your friends. <laughs> so. Uh... We got an email from Kyle. Hey, Kyle. AKA Marvel Zombie 616 on Twitter. Hey, hey he's going to show up in the chat just as yes. we were about to leave. <laughs> Who works swing shifts and usually shows up in the last five minutes of the live stream. Uh-huh. Uh, his email is titled, How Did I Miss This? Mm-hmm. Says, hey, guys. Kyle here. And it's been a while since I've corresponded. It's been a while. But I came across a game that somehow I had missed all these years, and I have to shout about it. Earth Defense Force 4.1 on PS4. Oh. I'd never played any of this series before now. Let me ask you some questions. Okay. Do you like great graphics? Yes. Do you like solid voice acting? Yes. yes. Do you like a deep story? Yes. yes. Well, too the bad because this game has none of that. <laughs> Correct. But what it does have is giant fucking ants, big ass spiders, 50 style robots from space, giant mechs you can pilot, robot jock style, spaceships, kaiju. Oh my God, where has this been all my life? It's repetitive, frustratingly overwhelming at times, and kind of stupid. But most importantly, it's fun. Big, dumb fun in a way that only games can be. I wish I'd found this sooner, and I love that it has split-screen couch co-op. If anything I listed sounds fun, try it out. It's all the things 13-year-old me would have killed to have in a game. Thanks again for the show, guys. Until next time, Kyle, at MarvelZombie616. Sent for my terrible AI squad mates that keep shouting, keep shooting walls and shouting, EDF! <laughs> Wait, they so that? they hype man themselves. Yeah, they, yeah. they are the EDF, the Correct, Earth Defense yeah. Force. Mm. Um. Yeah, I've I played. I don't even remember which one it is on 360. I played. I think it was Earth Defense Force Insect Armageddon. Maybe I've played one of the ones on. They're kind of Dynasty Warriors ish a little bit, where it's just like waves and waves of enemies you just fucking annihilate, but you can still get overwhelmed if you're not careful. Yeah, I, I feel like I played one for twenty hours and got to I don't know level. 20 or 30 and then was like checking the achievements it was like reach level 200 and i was like jesus fucking yeah. god no yeah i remember oh, jesus god. Yeah, yeah i remember co-oping uh one of them with like i think it was moon Pier and maybe harlow or somebody else joined us for I, one I of the sessions i don't remember but yeah it was that's that can be kind of fun in co-op yeah. but it can still be kind of like Oh, what do we do now? Yeah. Like, like there's a point where it's like, it's not very good about telling you, okay, now go here and do this. You're just kind of like, I wiped out all those bugs and yep. where do I go? You know, the novelty of it is great for the first like hour. Like for the first hour, you're like, man, this is, this is insane. 
And then you realize you're going to have to do it for another hundred hours. And it's just like, yeah, ne- basically this, what Dynasty Warriors games because are. all it is is just more enemies in each mm-hmm. level. It's like they've shown you their cards. Now they just are throwing cards at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you've seen all these now. <laughs> Pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't. They, th- I don't think I ever touched an EDF game in my life. I don't I, this know. was within the last year that I did this. Okay. It was the first yeah. time I had ever touched I, one. So that I, has nothing to do with the Red Faction games, right? No, because they're no. EDF as well. Yes. Okay. No, no these Got are their conflict own and EDFs here. I don't yeah. even know what company publishes these. Yeah, Majesco. I don't know. Bally. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, <laughs> so thinking about remasters, Red Faction Guerrilla. Yes, remaster version of that. Remastered. Remastered. <laughs> and you know what? 10 years, it's probably about time. Oh, yeah. I am ready to fucking space asshole it the came fuck out, out of it. Same time as Burnout Paradise. So that's the the right amount of time. I'm yeah. looking for the Red Dead Redemption remastered. Marston. Remarston nerd. <laughs> they should just get really dumb with this. Remarston. Well, yeah, oh, nerd. I was going to mention this after the show, but the Xbox update today, it's a, it's a X update for Red Dead. Ooh. So... And, and, there's a and I've been pretty. playing that on it's the Xbox pretty. One, and it looks fucking gorgeous. So I can't even imagine what how what they've done because like I can think to Skate Three, which is a garbage 360 game, but looked fucking amazing with the 4K update. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine what Red Dead looks like yeah. now. So, and speaking of updates, this is the dumbest thing, but I'm going to mention it anyway. All right, Xbox. If you're on the grid, uh, you know the view of my games uh-huh. and apps. Yeah. Where you are on that grid selecting mm-hmm. determines which speaker makes the sound. So if you're in the bottom left, your back left speaker will make the bonk sound what? and it will pan itself forward to the front left if you're on the top left. As you go across, really it well will pan. <laughs> yeah. If you pan across it, I was like, I don't know why it took me this long or if it was in the update or something and I only just now noticed it, but. It is the dumbest thing, but you will go in your Xbox dashboard and you'll go to my games and apps and do it. And you'll be like, hey, he's fucking right, man. I just like anything that uses positional audio. That's pretty sick. Which Burnout does amazingly. Yeah, it does weirdly. I Yeah. Think. Like it, when you're on train tracks or something, Jen actually said, like, is there something in the what was that? And it's like that sound behind you, that thunk, 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 thunk mm-hmm. of being on the train tracks. It's weird. So Burnout's so good. I need to, I need, I think I need to play it in the first person slash, you know, inside the car mode. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. Uh, yeah, I so only I did that for the Get 20 the Burnout chain VR, on I-88. <laughs> on I-88, I did that because, like, there was less to distract me. Yeah. Right. But it does some weird stuff with the car backfiring in Burnout Paradise. Yeah, it does. Like, it sometimes sounds like it's, like, directly behind my head and about yeah. to crash it, into me it throws the audio in weird places yeah it's like weirdly specific places yeah. that feel like they shouldn't necessarily be where they are right like it's in your house sound should not be coming from there right it's strange yeah <laughs> yeah anyway i just i don't know why you talking about xbox updates made me think of that but yeah anyway by the way there are eight earth defense force games yeah jesus makes, eight sounds about right so yeah so <clears throat> If you got anything you want to defend, write us at where my skull at noquarters.net, nice. as in the location of my skull, not an article of clothing. Please do not wear our skull. Yeah. Go to uh, noquarters.net, check the side for all the socials. Uh, you can join our Discord channel from there, which we have regular discussions about all sorts of video games as well as movies and stuff from uh, BMF Cast, our sister podcast. 
which is also where you can find uh, patreon.com slash bmfcast, which is where you'll find bonus stuff, including Let's Slay, which is our video series where we play through old arcade games with unlimited credits and make dumb comments as or, we or play try through to. them. Yes. We failed twice this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. So we're like, we need a new one. Yeah, we do. That's what you're saying. We're, well, yeah. one, of them is, to, is, one of them is long enough to where we could still call it an episode, but the other one, no. Yeah. <laughs> really? One of, like, yeah. one of them, we straight up, like, it, it had a choice, like a choose-your-own ending, like, where the guy's like, hey, I want to talk. Do you want to listen? You're like, sure. And he goes, well, since you don't want to do anything, I'm just going to take you back to the beginning of the game. And it started all over, and we're like, nah. Yeah. We're like, no, we're not playing through this again. Oh, could you imagine if that actually cost you money? Yeah. yeah. Holy oh. shit. Yeah. And then the, the other one, like, something happened. Like, we we somehow both died. We still had credits. I think it had a finite number of continues system. Maybe. But it just never told us that. Yeah, because, oh, like, no. we, we both were like, continue, why, what? Yeah. And then it just, it ended, so. Mm. But that one was, so you gotta, we that, okay. that you gotta game fail. was yeah. not wow. good anyway. Yeah, we failed. Well, that'll make it in the Let's Lay Fails, I guess. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yes, yeah, we do anyway. make these. Yeah, um, if they're uh, ex- timed exclusive to Patreon, but if you want to see the ones that are up for free, mm-hmm. now if you go to YouTube.com/slash/NoQuartersNet, there's a whole playlist called Let's Slay. All the ones that are free now and the ones that we failed at and stuff like that, they're all yeah. up there. So there's seven or eight videos that you can go see. And, and by the way, we're we're mostly picking some, let's say. Let's say shit games, but we're going some. Yeah. We're going some like bad ones. Like we're kind of doing the Banffcast. Well, we thing just with... don't even know what they are most of the time. Yeah, lot, like we, yeah. Picked, we picked Hot Dog Storm because the name of it is Hot Dog Storm. <laughs> hot Dog right. Storm. There, there was not which a lot ended of... up being one of the most fun ones we played. Yeah, but there was not really any like you know precipitation of, of hot dogs. No, no, there was no. no. It was all about hot related weather incidents. Friends standing and hot dogging. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're all bad. It's just like these are like. These are B and C tier things. Some of them didn't even come out in America yeah. in, in, in mass or anything. So Most of them make us say, what the hell is this? <laughs> like yep. We're finding and things from companies like IRIM. Uh-huh. IRIM. And things like that. So and, there's, IRIM. and there's some where the guy says, sleep with the fishes, pretty boy. Pretty yeah. boy. <laughs> or no, sleep with the angels. Isn't yeah, that, yeah, sleep with the angels, pretty boy. Sleep yep. with the angels, pretty boy. Boy, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yep. then you get Metal Wolf. Metal Fox. Metal Fox. Metal Fox. <laughs> You guys get it wrong. Somebody get gets it wrong, it wrong literally it wrong every, every time. time it comes and it's up. also not metal, but uh, whatever. Meta. Yeah. Meta. It's the metal meta fox. Metal yeah. fox. <laughs> yeah. So they're fun. They're on patreon.com slash BMF cast. Mm-hmm. They're on, I think, the $3 tier. Yes. So that's not much. A $3 tier. Uh, three. Yeah. Right. And Just you get other. Sit right back and you'll see you. Let's say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you got plenty of other bonuses. So we we make your donation worth it. God and, yes, we, and we appreciate them because they help us keep paying for hosting and bandwidth yep. and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and an extra monitor to put out more content with. <laughs> yes, it's all it's all just feeding back into the it's system. It's already paid for itself. So yeah, it totally you has. get content. We get to make more content. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to work harder. Go to ten, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. get more things. Right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Check that out. And thanks for listening to this show. <laughs> we Once appreciate again. it. Yeah, we'll Absolutely. be back. We'll be back soon with more. Uh, big thing I know coming out. Got a war between this and next month. Yep. Anything else? It's no. kind of it's it's starting to slow down a little bit. There, I don't have a game a burst, until May. So yeah, there was a burst of stuff, and now it's kind of like steadying out. Yeah. But there's we'll a Kingdom Hearts coming out at some <laughs> okay. point, right? There's that's, always that's, a Kingdom that's, Hearts that's, coming. That out. doesn't have an announced date. I have no idea. Right? Okay. There is I know people that are one getting out. I keep seeing people get hyped about it, but I can't remember what's Anyhow, God of War will have finished Far Cry. Yeah. The rest of us. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. We'll see if we talk spoilery about it next time. And maybe, maybe I'll have played a bird lawyer game. Maybe. We should maybe you should make, play a, Aviary make a point to do that. It's pretty good. So anyway, let's get out of here. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out.